to episode... 173. Thank you very much. 63 of the Rudyard Heresy podcast. Uh, My name is Jody. I am your host. And as always, uh, with me in the virtual recording studio, not to my left this evening, because sadly Chris is not here. That space is is sort of uh, held for our VIP guest, who will be introduced in a moment. But to my right, the man who sits atop the, the pyramid of beer and pretzels and all other things that may be atop a pyramid... Uh, he is a myth and a legend in his own lunchtime. It is the one, the only, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, bud? I am ecstatic. Are uh, you ecstatic? Oh, yeah, I'm for like 80% organised my hobby room. I have my camo's ke- flag. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do, my, not, do not blow your load this early. Save something for the hobby. The hobby no, chat. Come on, man. Well, that's yourself. not a hobby. That's not a hobby. This is, hobby room. This is like Wait, on, interior is decoration. Now. Interior decoration has nothing to do with hobby. Apparently, yeah, people okay. get paid for that. It's like how a many, job. How many heresy banners have you hung up? Uh, yes, two so far. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's not interior decorating. That's heresy. That's hobby. And yeah. the amount of time the wife has come in and looked at me in disgust and say, you're a fucking nerd and I despise you. <laughs> I don't have enough. The, mar- the marriage is on track then, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's right. Very strong. <laughs> the marriage is the marriage is strong with this one. Um, and, and, and the last time she said, when I closed my door, I was like, "I'm recording now." And she's like, "I'm going to keep that door locked forever. <laughs> as, as soon as we get guests, we lock that door." Ah, they just feel the love. One, one, man, one man enters, no one leaves. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, see, this this is why I'm not going to get married for a third time. But that's another conversation we're not going to go into. Um, so, as you can hear the giggling in the background, we, um, tonight is actually a very special episode because we are going to be talking tonight uh, about our Vrangian Heresy hobby camp and generally shooting the shit with two uh, legends of the community. Um, you know them, you love them. One is a very regular visitor here to the Varangian Heresy. He has been out to Sweden before and made it back alive, which is uh, very impressive, and we're, we're very proud of him for that. And the other is a virgin in so many ways. Um, he, is, he is a man that is, is well known for having more sharp objects in his cupboards and trophy racks than Gordon Ramsay is, has knives in his kitchen. Um, they are both absolute masters of what they do. And they are the team that is the cult of paint. It is Mr. Henry Steele to my imaginary left and to straight a little bit off to his left is Mr. Andy Wardle. How are you gentlemen doing this evening? Hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lovely intro again. Thanks for having us back. You're welcome. You, you, you know the intros of my thing. Well, well, we we couldn't get there. anyone else, though. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It was short notice. I mean, we tried our best. You're well loved. It's nice. Thank you. Uh, well, you're welcome. So, before we go into any sort of chat, I do want to get out of the way, just for, the, for you guys that are listening. Uh, those of you who might have found us for the first time is our social medias. So, we have our Varangian Heresy podcast page out on Facebook imaginatively titled the Varangian Heresy Podcast. You see what we did there. We have a group attached to that, the Varangian Heresy Podcast group. You can see a theme building here, just saying. Uh, We tweet out our new episodes of the Varangian Heresy on Twitter. Uh, We have an Instagram, which is Varangian Heresy. Most importantly, we have our email, which is the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com. So if you want to get in touch with us with ideas, questions, lists, anything along those lines, potentially, you know, there. Th- Freddie, are you still doing your real doll pipeline, or is that kind of dry, 
I don't want to use that. Uh, I don't know. I don't, up for a little bit. <laughs> threatening letters from the Ukraine. Some separatist dude there saying that I was kind of like they had some sort of plan, and I was interfering with his business line. So well, I don't know. You might get hold of them, but it, it's all underground now. It's all underground. So you know, you know the right people. You know the right people. You get you get your real doll, is what you're saying. Yeah. Cool. Okay, it's good to know. We just want to keep our our, our, our loving fans uh, very well aware of what's going on there. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> if we if we sort out the Patreon, maybe we'll make sure that one of the <laughs> levels is a real doll. Oh dear God. <laughs> Oh dear God! Well, yeah, we could do that. I'm sure we can. And speaking of that, on our next episode, we're going to be launching our Patreon, which is going to be absolutely awesome. So, see, see what I did there? I know, I perfect link. We got, you know, it's only been sixty odd episodes. We're actually starting yeah. to get half. Um, well, cut. It's just and I'm hardly competent. Well, I am half cut. Well, exactly. That's 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 how I know this is working. This is how this is how we roll, man. It's how we lubricate the wheels of the Varangian heresy. Alcohol and, you know, in my case, alcohol-free cider. Don't ask. Um, yeah, I know, right. Uh, what one is it? Copperberg. Oh, oh no. Jesus Christ. I know. It's, it's, like, it's like fucking white lightning light or oh. something. You know, it's, it's like I'm, I'm one raised pinky away from an apple teeny. Um, I, really I think, I, I think I'd rather have an apple teeny. To be fair, I would apple as well, tea. but... Yeah. And he would definitely rather have an apple teeny. Oh, I think you should call your fucking ex-missus and ask for your balls back. Hey, I got them back in the divorce. They're just taking they're just taking a while to rehydrate. You know, they got shriveled in there for too long. Well, the fucking Copperberg alcohol-free cider is not going to help you, mate. This is true, but you know, I've got my kids. I've got my kids this week, so no drinking during the nights. I'll make up for it next week. I promise. Um, so. As we are talking about all our stuff this evening, uh, that's going to be sort of the main section where we're going to actually talk about the hobby camp and all that sort of jazz. But I think it's always fun, and we always do this, is to sort of get a general hobby update. And as Hen as uh, Freddie seems to be dripping at the tip, um, what have you been up? What have you been up to, Freddie? Uh, You've been on here before. Are you seriously expecting anything less? I mean, that, was, that, that was where you went, was it? That was <laughs> that was the analogy or whatever that was like. Oh dear. Yeah, well, it's well that. I was going to say he's already busted one one nut, but he's only got the one. So I mean, what are we going to do? Well, Henry has seen me paint it. You know how I paint, so. Yeah. <laughs> Henry, <laughs> seen you painted. What what sort of photos are these? Should be we should be we worried. Uh, exactly. In one way I'm dripping, and another way I'm dribbling. So. Okay. Anyway, what's your hobby progress been, mate? Because I, uh, I was bad. That's just worse. Uh, well, I have set up my hobby space, sort of, kind of. It's eighty percent ish finished because my wife keeps distracting me with doing, apparently, quotation mark more important shit around the house and my, my toys. And then, uh, well, I built two of the new uh, little fucking uh, solar auxiliary tanks. Ooh, pretty. Aurochs, two of them. And I fucking love them. They are so sexy. They're like yeah. probably my new super favorite tank ever. How big are they like compared to a rhino? Like, like a rhino, exactly like a rhino. Nice. Very nice, and they're they're, um, they're up on they're up on the Forge World site and all that sort of jazz for sale now, aren't they? Yeah. Or did you pay, or did you get them from? Uh, you didn't get them pre, pre uh, at an event or anything, did you? No, 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 no. no. I I ordered them when they came out. 
Ah, cool. Because as soon as I saw them, I was like, the last what? The last chance to buy now, aren't they? Those tanks. <laughs> <laughs> they came out last week, so now they're last chance to buy. I, th- I thought uh, they were, were released as last chance to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, luckily, cool. luckily though, I had a, a previous uh, project in in stuff, so I bought like ten package of uh, Solar Auxilia tank crews. Yeah, uh, and you know the heavy flamers. I never used the heavy flamers for anything, but when I read through the rules, the heavy flamers is the only thing that both the militia and the Solar Ox can use as an upgrade for the Oryx. Nice. So basically, what I did is it's really good. Like if you take the heavy flamer set from um, from the tank room, a uh, resting priest tank room. But, but if you're lucky, you have one. You take one of those, and then the little handle you get with the stubber fits perfectly on on either like the multi laser or the heavy flamer. And then I've, I've stolen, because um, you get spare cabling from the Leviathan. Yeah. So I stole, st- stole some of that, of that cabling, and then I used it to, to differentiate it from the cabling from the multi lasers. Because normally they are the same. I can't. I don't think the the one that you get with the actual flamer looks like a flamer cable because it suits really well as a multi laser cable, but not as a flamer cable. So that's why I did my own flamer cable. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Kind of like the uh, those um, SDKFZ two five one flame half tracks the Germans had. Kind of like the, instead of having like a big canister on the flamer like they do in 40k, which is ridiculous because it lasts for like two squirts. <laughs> you actually have like a long hose, like a crazy rubber hose, down to a massive kind of fuel tank in the tank. A fuel tank in the tank. That's retarded. In the armored vehicle fighting compartment, or whatever. Yeah. Two squirts is normally enough. So. Yeah, not enough tank. But, but actually, no. It does for every other night of the week, yeah. When I, when I look at it, I think they're more the size of the old Rogue Trader Rhino. So they're, they're probably slightly smaller than a Rhino. Pretty dinky. Yeah, no, they are actually size, like, like the old uh, Rogue Trader Rhinos. Mm. So they, they're they, are, they are smaller than a Rhino now when I compare it. Uh-huh. They're a very pretty model, though, to be fair. Oh yeah, and the interior looks fucking stunning. Even though I glued everything shut because I need to save time on painting. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you actually gonna paint the interior? I <laughs> know uh, I won't have time. I have fuck yeah. So, I have so much shit I need to get done for the Ajax thing. As I've redone my army list like five hundred times. And right, right now I'm trying desperately to find. I, I misplaced my entire box of bits for Solar Ox. It's so so annoying. So I uh, I have all the Shum, you know the Volkite Limarus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I I glued the tur- all the turrets together, except uh, the hatches, because I was gonna glue the hatches on after I fit the crew because if the crew is separate, right? Uh, so I didn't want to because if you glue the hatches, it's retarded because it kind of cover covers everything up, and you wanna you wanna be able to paint the crew properly before you glue the hatches on. And I can't find my Solar Ox bits box. It's fucking disappeared. And in there is all like my Solar Ox uh, special weapons and stuff. And I was going to convert my my uh, Lord Commander and give him power fist because you know you get those cool, super cool, chainy 
kind of gauntlets mm-hmm. with the with normal guys. Fair. I was going to use that and a paragon blade for my uh, my commander, but no, I can't find it. So, dude, you you need to go to your parents' <laughs> loft and reach back in time and just you know. I know, stuck. but that's sold and moved and shit. Uh... So. Well, dark ritual time then, buddy. Get the get the you know hole through time transported over, and you should be good. Or or sock the the collective community of uh, I mean the collective cock of the community. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be one of those evenings, isn't it? Um. <laughs> well, since we, I thought we were gonna start a, an hour earlier, I'm like an hour ahead of drinking. So uh, nobody. Can I, tell I, I blame nobody tell. both you and Henry. You're welcome. Yeah, whatever. What's new? Um, <laughs> uh, There's nothing, nothing unusual as far as I'm concerned. Um, right. So, the, have you had any more hobby progress, or can, can I can I sort of throw that hot potato around now? No, no, that's it. I think some train shit, but nothing important. So, Andy. Hello. As your first time, as your first time here, we'd you know like to break the cherry very gently here. What what sort of hobby hobby related stuff have you been up to this week? Um, all uh, all up in dawn and nothing else right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so, is that the mustachio fucking? Uh, have you seen the mustachio top hat uh, pimp dawn? No. <laughs> oh my God! Send send this man a photo now and do it now. It's the best dawn in fucking history. Really? I've seen a really, really weird with the same one, but it's not Dawn anymore, right? It's like <laughs> some weird gentleman they've made or something. <laughs> I don't know, but it's so good. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a photo for later and I'll send you. But it's yeah, basically, yeah, uh, yeah, Dawn for a, Dawn for a month now, so uh, I kind of wanna, kind of wanna break the back of him really, um, and he'll definitely be finished before the hobby camp. So that's the aim anyway. Wow. So, cool. yeah, mostly him, and uh, I'm staring at my unpaid custodies and thinking I need to finish those guys off. Yeah, you do. They're, cool. <laughs> They're really cool. Ah, custodies. How 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 big how bigger bigger Are we talking like a squad or or an actual playable force or? I've got uh, about three thousand nearly finished. Um, so yeah, I got about three thousand points nearly finished. I got to paint twelve figures, and then I got three K done. So yeah, I'm uh, pretty pretty far in. Damn, but damn. Uh, yeah, I've not been loving my games with them, so I've not been super encouraged to finish them. But I will finish them for sure. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. But I'm just I'm finding them a little bit too brutal. So. I was gonna say I thought I thought that the, the I was wondering how how you were. Having issues again because I thought those were like like golden hammer of insta win. Well, I yeah, there's the obvious things that make them really easy to use. Um, so I've been running the shield captain without the reroll save and without the three plus save. So like you know the stuff that makes him super nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been running the terminators with the not as good guns. Um, and then I've been running no jet bikes, and they're still really powerful. So, <laughs> yeah. So I tried to um, use the stuff I like the look of and not make it too brutal, and it's still, they're just savage. Like, the basic Terminators just go in and do what they want. Um, so it's been, it's been fun, but not, like, 
not super fun. So mm, debating what to do. Has that been? Has that been sort of mostly thirty thirty k or forty k you're playing, or, or using them across both? Uh, only thirty k because I don't I don't know the forty k rules. So <laughs> at the moment, none of us do, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I, I do. I'd love I'd love to have an army for all three Games Workshop systems, but at the moment, since I know the thirty k rules, I've been sticking with that. Um, and I chose the custodians because. I knew I wouldn't have to paint very many models, which was important. <laughs> but um, and I, it's a shame because I love the look of them, but I find them not that enjoyable to play because they are a bit savage. Um, so it's a shame. But maybe with some sisters, they could be more balanced. So we'll see where I go with that project. But I'll definitely wrap them up 3,000 points just to have a project completed. Nice. So. Don't worry. They'll, they'll never be as hated as, as you know... I am warriors with all the phosphex, so you're good. You'll always yeah. be good. <coughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have to say, though, I'm, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm sad that the custodians are so f- fucked up, because I, I, I really like the models. Mm. I really really hope they do, like, an FAQ for them, because I want, I want to see them being played without that dude be, like, a fucking douchebag in everyone's eyes instantly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's there's no on. need for those lads to be P3 and stuff like that. It's quite simple. Um, but yeah, I, I think I've toned them down and I still think they're pretty full on. So uh, we'll see. But I like the look of them, so I'll just paint them even if they just sit on my shelf. So that's fine. Yeah, they are so beautiful. The models are really nice. Uh, yeah. Really, really nice models. And they've got great, lots of great little pieces on them as well, on the sprue I found. And, and uh, I love I love a lot of the details they've gotten in there, just on the sort of you know basic plastic CAD models, let alone the the um, you know the sort of resin stuff that they've been putting out as well, uh, the Forge World stuff. That's been oh, it's just been so good. Um, I think Ixion yeah, I mean, Hale I, is a beautiful I, model. I probably put the Talaman Dread in my top three heresy models. To be honest, I yeah. think I could agree with that. that that's that's <laughs> Probably top five personally, but I I do like that one. It's very shiny. Yeah, I've seen some awesome conversion with that and a Leviathan into an Empress Children Leviathan. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I kind of. I've been sort of jonesing after one of those models, so I can kind of do um, the like the relic contemptor out of it, which I know is just on pure size alone just doesn't work. But the Relic Contemptor from um, Istvan 3, uh, the Empress Children one. Oh, Ryland. Ryland. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. It just, it just because of the, the, the detail work on there, it just sort of screams Empress Children to me. And it just, I don't know. I just love it as a base. It just, it uh, makes uh, no sense. But I kind of want to do something with well, it. You've, like seen, that. you've seen Andy's ones. He did. Uh... How many did you do, mate? You did at least one, didn't you, Ultramarines? That was like a almost like a relic. I was definitely the first. Yeah. I was definitely the first. Hundred percent. Kind of missed it a little bit, but uh, as soon as I converted that, I didn't really use my normal Leviathan. I still think the normal Leviathan is awesome, but yeah. Yeah. I have to drag that whole picture up. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. 
Because there was something. But, there was uh, some... I've seen uh, yeah. Royal and Or made with like they mixed the Empress Children Contemptor with the the kind of small, well, the normal Custodes Contemptor. Ah, the normal Custodes one. Yeah. 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 Just, just something about those. It was the thing when looking at the the shoulder plates. On yeah. the on that one, that just made me think. I think it's the Blood Angels. I'm not. I think it's the Blood Angels who have got like the the stylized wings. And mm-hmm. I was just like, if there's some way I could mold them on, like heat mold them, warp the you know heat the plastic up or whatever, and just get them laid on, and have like 3D, you know, like really big gaudy kind of shoulder wings. On That's there. what. Say again. That's what decals are for. Yes, yeah. they well, are. Just get the trans. They very much are, <laughs> but I was kind of like, that's what got me started, started thinking about it. I was like, how can I make this work? And just, yeah, that's where that all sort of fell together. So, yeah, very cool. What about you, Henry? What have you been up to, mate? Um, brum, brum, since I chatted to you, I think I've pretty much finished that Ultramarines project, which is cool. Nice. Um, I was going to add the Contemptor, but it wouldn't fit in the box I want to put the army in, so I'm not doing it. Um, and then Brendan uh, Brendan Hickey uh, was chatting to him about oh, I need something to round it out to, to 1500 points kind of thing and he sort of said oh why don't you do a suzerain squad and I was like well I, was like, I don't know man like, I, I can't see how they fit in and then he was like oh well, why don't you make them the sort of the sort of close combat red mark type guys and I was like you fucking genius so um, that's what I'm working on at the minute is building up just a squad of five Susies all with sort of random esoteric looking blades uh, and things like that and they'll just be painted up like the other red marked but they will in game they'll be uh, they'll be Suzerains they're good fun to play the Susies they're really good fun yeah, I, I figured I figured they should be should be pretty tasty in ZM. They, they suck balls to face. Right, I, I'm <laughs> not I'm not too concerned about that. As in, I'm fairly I'm sure, sure the army is absolute bobbins, um, and I, I I don't intend on playing it sober very often. Um, so I, I don't I don't necessarily think they they should um, prove prove too obnoxious. Uh, oh, man, it's, yeah. it's fun, man. But it's 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 good fun. I was having a chat with another one of our, our hobby mates, Matt um, Matt Marlowe, about this idea of doing doing a sort of one case project idea, yeah. um, and I sort of saying how I I'd, I'd picked I'd picked those sector mechanicus bases because there was only three sizes, so that limited what I could have in the army. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sort of like trying to put as many restrictions as possible because for me anyway it's worked really well in that I've got it done you know there's there's no all those those times of indecision they're not really there because yeah. you either like what you can do or you don't so you just you just get it done and now 1500 I'm happy mm-hmm. uh, I've already got the next sort of 500 point ally chunk to do then I'll do another 500 point of this and before you know it you know if I do ever want to play a large uh, an open, what do, what do the guys call it? Front frontline game. Yeah. And I can, but I think for me, I've always preferred the city fight or the zone mortalis or the that style of, of game, just because. Yeah, so true. I just like I like that aesthetic. I like the the slightly more RPG element you can have with it. I think 
I prefer it. Having having gone from playing four thousand, three thousand point games, I think dropping to fifteen hundred was my most enjoyable game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's I've, good, man. And like, I've I really I've got an Alphas ZM one as well, and that's really good fun to play. In these, it's basically just all gavel back. Mm. Um, and again, it's it's just it's just fun, you know. It's it's there's there's not a huge amount of subtlety to it, but it's again, it's a nice little bookended project. It can't go end up being some sprawling mass because there aren't that many models. Um, so yeah, it's been good, man. It's been good, but I I think you'll be rather um, moist when you see the next the next project. But uh, that's that's I'll I'll save that until I've got some work done. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I, I want to see one of those uh, ultramarines that does the Gestapo list, you know, where you have the yeah, normal humans. Yeah, yeah where, where you have the yeah, police humans. In fact, I've never seen that on the table. Uh, I think I've always struggled with that though, because for me anyway, I, I hate the scale of human dudes next to um, marines, 30k marines. Um, unless it's like the old Elysian stuff or the Krieg stuff, um, I, just, I just find having them at this really jarring. Like having them together, um, not so they don't look nice, but I'm just saying it's. Uh, I I I mean, you could probably do it with uh, with Krieg and go full full Gestapo with it. That could be quite cool. Yeah, that would be that that would be interesting actually. Mm. But, uh, I so, so I, uh, I think the Lysians kind of it's more of a picture. All right, because a bit but, more spec ops, a bit more, a bit more. Yeah, more yeah. ultramarine-ish. Like, well, the Kriegs are more. Well, they would be like a fucking Iron Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like detachment. No <laughs> idea what you're talking about there. Absolutely but no you're idea. You're not allowed to anyway, because I think Forge would have said no, haven't they? Now I think they're yeah. all gone as well, aren't they? Yay! So uh, <laughs> none of that. You will only buy custodies. Yeah, since we, we're currently in week 54 of custody release plan A um, <laughs> of, of of the light releases at this moment in time. So um, yeah, we got, we got a little bit of a way to go on that. Oh, but you can still get Creek. Creek Creek's all there. That's good. Yeah, Creek is all wherever she is at. Yeah, Creek is very cool. I must admit, I've got. Uh, I did have a few more pieces, but uh, I've got some Krieg models that are going to sort of help to form the uh, the characters of my uh, my militia force when I finally get around to doing yeah, it. Yeah, nice man. Because nice. uh, yeah, those those uh, Cadian mm. troops I'm going to be using as the base, and some heads from Amble Industries because they do good stuff. So very much looking forward to having to play with those. Nice man. Yeah, and you could always way. use the new goblin mercenaries from uh, Fortwell. That's that's all that's come out since we last chatted. <laughs> yeah, when I see that, I'm like, who buys that? Who buys the Hobbit? Apparently, it's got an extremely rabid following, and they're they're going to get their own um, their own sort of like uh, games day Nerds. weekender thing. Bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan by any chance. <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, the War of the Ring, like the the compendium we did for mass battles, that was that was brilliant. But it was like I don't know. It seems like they just didn't give it enough support by the, back then. And now it's just what the fuck? Why did they restart it? 
Yeah. I mean, it's not like New Line are bringing out any new movies or anything, so... No. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Okay, let's... Um, <laughs> safety, safety, safety. No. Into, into so have you ground. seen any... Uh, have you seen any of the Alpha stuff in the wild yet? I'm just on the new stuff page at the minute. Uh, uh, the closest I've gotten to them is holding the boxed models in my hand before reship re- uh, before shipping them on to Bjorn, actually. Um... <laughs> So he's. I, I happen to know he's got at least. Ten, I think it's ten Lernian Terminators and Alpharius or a Megan. Depends. Nice, nice. I still think that's. What, I have to say that's one of my favourite um, comments. I don't know if you guys saw it on the on one of the on the Forge World page. If somebody actually put up a post saying, "If I've ordered Alpharius and I get a Megan, what are the return policies?" And they're like, <laughs> Forge was like, we, 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 you'd, "How can you tell?" <laughs> Just like. Uh, okay, fair point. <laughs> they're pretty good, aren't they, on the uh, on the Facebook pages? They're, they're, pretty, they're pretty sharp at like ripping people down. It's quite good. They're legitimately funny. I mean, it's it's just yeah. oh, it's so refreshing from where it's sort of been in the past, you know, mm. in, in the in the dark times. I, uh, I, I quite... sold my Alpharius. Have you already? That didn't last long. I decided it it wasn't up to scratch sculpting wise to spend time on. It's a bit, bit caddy for me. It's very caddy, isn't it? They all are. Yeah. Let's, let's not talk about the backpacks, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag well, trigger warning. <laughs> don't, no, don't, mate. Don't. Don't. Jody went on a fucking... Tangent. I may or may not have rampaged a little bit. It wasn't like even an, a tangent. An hour tangent that ended up with, <laughs> you don't like the backpack. No, not really. <laughs> what about Forrest? Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Dawn's, is Dawn's is better. Dawn's is better. No, no, I'm stepping away from the trigger. So what's uh, now? We've got nearly all of them. What's your What's your top two as of right now? Oh, easy, easy. Yeah, is it? Yeah, easy. Magnus Dawn. Okay. Oh, I don't okay. agree. <laughs> You're really loving the gold armor, the non-metallic gold armor at the moment, aren't you, Andy? No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Sanguinius doesn't come out for ages. I want to paint him as soon as he comes out, but it can't be now. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to be ready. There's somebody will hear this and they'll drop it the week after you release this episode just to fuck with you. You know that now. I won't paint it. I just hear the I, scream. I, no! <laughs> I, I'm kind of fucking weird though, because of all the Primarchs that's come out, the, the one that I, that I like the most, and I've. I've, I've you know, fingered all of them. Mm-hmm. It, it's still Angron. Oh my god! Are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a joke? Angron. Yeah. Oh my of god. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Oh, who's <laughs> temporarily out of stock? Angron. Yeah. Hashtag, man, hashtag conspiracy. Just get get rid of him. Make a good one. Christ. He's so small. He's, uh, he's about half the size of Mags, isn't he? He's tiny, yeah. yeah Magnus, Magnus is supposed to be massive. Yeah. But, no, he's too, he's too old and the quality's not there for me. Um, Simon's just got so, so good. And the quality of Magnus and Dawn is just bananas. It's the best out there, I think, in the industry. Whereas his older ones, you know, he was still, still getting better, wasn't he? So, I think... 
if the the longer you've waited for the Primark, the luckier you are because it just they've just got better. Um, very, you know, very true. The quality of Dawn is just mind blowing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, so yeah, I think you're you're lucky if you've had to wait. Basically, you're going to get a quality Primark if you haven't got it yet. I've got, I've got to say that um, this pains me, but Dawn is a fantastic model. Mm. Um, that's just as an Iron Warriors player that pains me. Um, yeah. it is gorgeous. And then I'd say I have to say even so the the sort of I can't do a top two. I've got to do sort of joint second or top three. No, no, yeah. I've got to. to. Top, no, I've got to. Don't look. Whose podcast is this, JD? Mine. There's three two, man. I've got to go. I've got to go for just how I think they encapsulate the the no, character. No, you got top Horace two. and Horace and Vulcan. Yeah, Horace and Vulcan. Those, that's my that's my tied second place. Horace and Vulcan. Oh, they, they are spot on, and yeah, they really good. To me, like Lionel Johnson with all that fucking sitting. Who do you like best, Henry? I think Russ is. The, I don't dig the Primarchs that much, but I think Russ is probably my favourite. <laughs> objectively, I think uh, Russ is just like a bad copy of Angram. What? Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, are you must be joking? Because that's just too wrong an opinion. <laughs> uh, welcome to the world of podcasting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think like. Well, if we don't look at how he has improved quality-wise and stuff, and it, yeah. I, I think that the thing with Angron, if we if we don't look at the scale and stuff, and I, I think they just the Im, amount of bling and amount of stuff and amount of uh, kind of things that he carries around on his uh, on on the sculpt and shit, I think it's just spot on because it seems that sometimes they overdo it and sometimes it it, it kind of miss. Mr. Marks, like the, the thing with Dorn that I really like with Dorn because I still like Dorn, uh, is that it's just it's not overdone, it's not yeah, too much, it's just, it's just perfect. Yeah, so while, while I think that uh, Lemur, well, I've always had a hard time for the Space Wolf because I don't know where to put them because it seems to be hard, it's really hard to see, like in the artwork, like in book seven, I think they're spot on with the amount of wolfiness. But for some reason, when they sculpt things, they don't look well on the artwork that they've fucking done in the book, and they overdo it. It becomes like 40k Like, they can't help themselves. They're like, they need to put a fucking rabbit's tail on in the end of this fucking rifle or some shit. It goes you know? a bit wild, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. So, so that, the, the reason I like Angron, it's just that it's just everything that you imagine Angron looked like. And he was the first Primark, so it's kind of made like a massive impact. Pose is perfect, to be fair. Yeah, and, and it's just it's just an iconic image. And then, obviously, he should... They haven't really nailed down the scale of the Primarchs, and it's kind of had become a size creep, not just Primark-wise, but just model-wise as well. Yeah. yeah, I think... I mean, Forge World, I love a lot of what they do, but their, their scale consistency is just rubbish it's very hit and miss but one of the problems was that if you put Angron next to remember back in the old day when I when I started with the hobby and you bought your Mark 2 and you bought your Mark 4s and stuff mm. those are a lot smaller than the plastic ones it's tiny so, yeah. yeah so uh, 
if I put like Fulgrim next to my Mark IV, because my entire Emperor's Children army is basically all the tactical marines and all that stuff, mm. they are old resin because I bought them from Portugal back in the day. And I put them next to Fulgrim. It, it works size-wise. And it, same with my world eater. My world eater armies are all old resting virtual mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So they work really well with Angron. But if you put it next to an army that has the new plastic ones, suddenly Angron looks much smaller than you imagine him to be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you, you get that. In the, I mean, that is so obvious when you get the troops. As you say, you get like the, you put resin Mark IV next to plastic Mark IV. And it's like the resin Mark IV skipped leg day, arm day, and just every day at the gym um, compared to their bigger brothers. You know, it's it is frustrating. When you talk about um, consistency, the one thing that that bugs me. Uh, I mean, I love the Perturabo model. Is what sold me on the Iron Warriors. I saw that right. and went, yes, mm. I want that. And it was it was the sort of pre-release shots where it was sort of waist up. Mm-hmm. Then when I saw the model released, I went, "What the fuck is he standing on?" Yeah, <laughs> because that base, although I love it, I mean, I just love the thought of the fact that you know, ego is like he's just completely ruined this night and he's crawling. To, all, over to, to all our Americans friends, that's like a very American model. <laughs> <laughs> However, when you look at it and when you look at the base that he stands on, it's just it's too much especially on like i don't i just don't like it on the gaming table when i've sort of mocked it up no but I that's that's to... been my issue with the primarchs mate yeah all, I mean, all along is like great on the shelf yeah. not on the table do you know what i would love to see him on and i might i'm because i've got the bits i might try and mock it up and have a play with it is um you know uh, alexis pollux mm. his base that sort of industrial grim industrial style base mm-hmm. i would have liked to see perturabo on something like that Standing on his own flag. No, because that's the bit I'm going to change. <laughs> Thing but, is, though, um, that's that's not that's really not that challenging. I think it's for you or for a lot of people to to do a more uh, low key base for a lot of it. Whereas, not many of us are likely to chop up an imperial knight to use as a basing piece. True. So I, I and I like the fact that they they do consciously make them removable from their their display bases. They do pretty well with the bases, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I agree, like, I think everyone was like, oh, why is Perturabo 20 quid more than the other Primarchs have been? Oh, I see, because because he's got <laughs> half a knight on his fucking base. Yeah, it's just, why, why the fuck? It's also kind of his story, who he is as well, because you don't see him a lot through the, the novels, and, you know, some of the key stories are like the, when he's, when he Almost gets assassinated by the um, the Imperial Fist yeah. before he builds it. He's on it's like industrial-ish feel, mm. so that's what that's just my personal preference. And I, I will probably have a play around with it and see if I can make that an Imperial Fist flag and have some fun with that. But um, yeah, that's the only thing that's bugged me when you talk about sort of look at composition of the Primarchs is some of the bases have just been sort of well off yeah. scale-wise. I mean, but, I, yeah. Mm. Uh, like in the scale of the Primarchs, if you read the books, they're not really that much bigger than the Space Marines anyway. Like they they they're big, but they don't see like you don't say like he comes in he's fucking bigger than a fucking dreadnought. Well, no, you know? he's he's basically what is it? They're they're, uh, they're what a Space Marine is to a normal human. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that's, that's how I sort of heard it described. And, you know, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's through the books. They say, like, a, a fucking... I remember that. It's even in Fulgrim. Because yeah. when they describe Fulgrim comes in, and they, they actually do the whole analogy, it's like... Because I think some other spaceman comes in, and it's like a, he's like a human. Is a, so for, for Fulgrim, a human was like a child. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was reading the other day. I think it was Kurz, who like you don't associate with being particularly strong, right? He's, yeah. he's quite wasted. He's, he's he's a bit weird and all of that. And I'm sure it was Kurz. And, and he had like he had a Terminator by the throat, lifting him up. Mm. You know, I think it's it's I, I, I scales such a fucking rabbit hole thing to go down because I think a lot of it's a lot of the time it's not necessarily the scale that's wrong it's the consistency of the scale across the models yeah. um, or sometimes it's nothing to do with the scale it's to do with the proportion mm. um, of, of, of the minion stuff here's but, a, here's um, a, I was going to say here's a question just talking about the characters the character series mm. overall and this is uh, I'm sorry this is going to sound like a real knock towards the designers it's not meant to but I'm just in the interest of switching the argument do you think there's one particular model they've shit the bed on and really not done what they could have. I'm looking at uh, it. I think Eidolon is okay. pretty enormous. <laughs> um, like if you're still talking on scale, oh. um, he's massive. But no, I don't think so. Zardu's the best character model anyway. <clears throat> end of end of he, conversation. He, 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 need, he needs a fucking mic attached to his. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna. I need to get a hold of some old fucking. Uh, Noise Marines. Yes. <laughs> and then and, and just go wild on the green stuff and kind of bolt them out to become like Galvor back Blade Slaves stuff. You could just hear and they just have like the fucking Sardu Leak and the Blade Slaves, yeah, you know, cool. the band. No, they're like just, a stage and shit for I'm, a display board. That would I'm be fucking true. Do it for the open category for next year's Golden Deal for a Golden Demon, <laughs> mate. You yeah. fucking, and, then, and, and then I'll dig out my old fucking Dark Elf uh, army and I get all the. Fucking uh, witches or whatever they are, you know. <laughs> and then I'll do them as uh, some sort of like uh, 80s spandex uh, groupies dancing around on the stage, and all those old slave models from. Uh, You're not going to use the Escher gang, <laughs> gang models then. No, nah, mate, there's two new. Oh, I was thinking the old ones, mate. Oh, the old one. Oh, fuck, I have an Escher gang gang Oh, yeah. Sorry, Andy. Who are you, who are you looking at? Who are you saying they'd uh, they'd missed well, on? I might might annoy some people, but I look. I think they shat the bed on Sigismund. Ooh, controversial choice. Because, well, I might say a bold statement that there's not really any redeeming features. Um, the head is awful. Yeah. yeah. So let's throw the head away. All yeah. right. The legs yeah. are really badly posed, so let's pin the legs. Um, the tabards, shit. Um, the shoulder pads and the sword is okay. There's just nothing good about it. The pose is alright, I guess. Um, I just, he's just not great. I think he's the worst one. Yeah. See, I would, like, I would I, see your Sigismund, and I would throw in the... Uh, I, I would throw a knife down on the floor and let a monkey knife fight go down between Sigismund and um, the Thousand Sons 
dude. Oh, uh, the Skaven character. Yeah, Amon. <laughs> the thousand son. Amon. But now Amon's all right. Sigismund could be super cool though. Like Sigismund's badass. Yeah, the thing is, when you think of that, do you remember the first Emperor's Champion model? From yeah. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That was. That's like. I, I was kind of hoping we'd get the new one of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I use gen- generally though they've. I think they've absolutely nailed the. I'm. I much prefer the Marine character series over the Primarchs. Pollux is perfect. Yeah. Pollux. But I'm looking at them now. Sevatar's fucking cool. Yeah, oh, cool. I'm a big fan of Valdor. I know he's he's very yeah, uh, chalk and cheese. Um, Charn lo- is good as well. I love the Charn. Charn, I could take or leave. I love. Got, I love. Sorry, that, uh, to be fair, I love what Valdor is, but he. I still stand by my comment that he looks like a level a level ten character with level yeah, nine yeah, yeah. road you're, gear you're, from fucking you're not wrong. You're not wrong, but on the, on the shelf, I think he's wonderful. I think he's I think he's he's like a piece of John Blanche artwork. He's brilliant. I, I took buy just to paint him. They fucking fair, nailed Typhon, and that was really early on. Typhon. Yeah. What What do you guys think about Mortarian? Because I I actually really yeah. like Mortarian. Don't like the head. It's, it's only the face, and I think it's you like just, his face is melting. You just whack a, a reaver on him, and he's sick. Mm. So the mm. side's amazing, cloak's amazing, sculpting the armor plates are good. Yeah. Uh, I think literally re-breather, glue it on the face, and he's absolutely grand. Mm. Yeah, so. I think it's 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 just there's something about him. When I look at him, go yeah, that that's yeah, <laughs> that's a death card private. There's no argument when you look at that model and go yeah, that's pretty fucking grim. <laughs> yeah, I, I stand by. I think Sigismund for me is the worst because he could be potentially one of the coolest. That's a fair. He's He's just a dude with one sword. He, you know, he's he's cool as hell, but he's not. I mean, the head is unforgivable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think what what kills Big me face. about the about Amon is the cloak. Oh, it's so chunky. It's about yeah. I mean, um, centimeter thick. Yeah, that's the, that's what I think. That's what makes me go. Okay, I see what you mean by the lack of potential, uh, 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 mm. achieved potential with Sigismund. But when I look at this, mm. I go. That just feels like a complete modelling fail. With yeah, have you built? Have I built what the actual model itself? Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't actually got onto one yet. I do sort of. I do. I do want to have a go at it, but I haven't bought one. It's. It really surprised me because it's basically the legs slot into the entire rest of the model. There's like I've never seen it where there's one huge chunk. Yeah. So when you build when you build Loken. You've got that amazingly sculpted cloak that's completely separate. Yeah. Um, whereas with with a mon, it's like this massive chunk of resin, and you stick these teeny legs on the bottom. So, yeah, I think you know, and he's so much newer than Loken. I think they just, yeah. that's not a great model. Yeah. It just feels. It really just like like you say. It just feels like they they they. I don't know. They missed a, a really good modeling opportunity. And with all the other stuff they've done, like all the other cloaks, just looking at the fabrics and stuff they've done on all the other models, um, why this? You know. Well, the, pro- the problem is you've got Simon, who's one of the best sculptors there is. Yeah. And then you might, and you might have somebody who's quite new to CAD, and yeah. every everyone's relatively new to CAD. Oh God. Uh, 
So, you know, and I'm sure one is a cab model. That's yeah. right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I think that's the problem is when you're comparing character series, you're comparing Simon's work, which is at this point in time unbelievable. Mm. Um, and that's why I was personally, I got rid of my Alpharius because I obviously got Dawn and Alpharius, and you you compare them in the hand, and for me it's chalk and cheese because yeah. you've got something that's been whipped whipped up on CAD really quickly, and we've got some squishy scales, and then you've got this. You know, still traditionally sculpted uh, dawn. That's absolutely perfection. So that's what I, it is. And like I said, I do feel kind of bad. Like I'm giving the designers a kick, and I'm. It's not that. It just really just feels like a, somebody could have gone. Wait, hang on a second. This isn't what we do. You know. That's yeah, all. and also, I mean, we are probably sounding quite harsh on a lot of this, but this is, you know, deliberately so, right? Yeah. To make to make an actual fucking conversation about it. And also, you can be objective. Like, exactly. As long as you can be objective, it's fine. So you can say, Sigismund's not great because the forehead is double the size it should be, yeah. um, etc. But, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, we, we chatted about it not long ago, just sort of saying how I th- one of the big things, I think, that's that's causing certain amount of uh, friction or... Um, distaste or whatever with 30k I mean it's, it's now been around so long that we're sort of into the second slash third phase of it stuff's old yeah stuff is legitimately old yeah um, you know it's like when you dig out I don't know an old, an old pair of tack marine legs from like the new tack box when it came out you know in the early noughties yeah. and it's got you know whopping great mould lines down it and it you know everything's a bit soft and stuff it's just, just it's Terracy's what 10, 10 years old now miniatures they must be very nearly yeah. it moves so quickly now as well yeah the skill the you know especially with, with CAD the change in mm. quality and stuff is just changing massively yeah, yeah. so it's very stuff can get outdated in a couple of years and I think that's Really, why it'll be really interesting to see. I think what what happens with with that because you, you've always got groups that that like, oh, I, I liked the first edition of this, or I I, I preferred it when it was like this. It's going to get to a point where Harris is going to have that. Mm. You know, mm. I, like, I'm already ditching all my old resin because yeah, I yeah. just prefer physically working with the new resin and the new plastics. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's not to say I didn't adore those models when I when I first bought them and stuff, but time, you know you, you've only got so much time to hobby, and we're fortunate enough to be able to be picky now. Yeah, it's just like looking back at the old metal miniatures and stuff like that. I mean, you know, there's stuff that you just absolutely adored from that time, but you've moved on. Yeah. And it's it's sometimes it's developed for the for the, for the better, sometimes not, but that's all completely and utterly personal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I love what the guys are doing. I just, you know. I, I think the, the dilemma is, uh, considering I'm old as fuck, is that what what you're talking about 10 years. So the old Horacy Horacy models, if you call them old, mm. they aren't old enough <clears throat> to be remembered with a pinky kind of mist sort of things as yeah. when I dig out my rogue trader stuff. Cause yeah. Then I can't like, nothing beats this. This is the best shit ever. Like my old steel legion in metal, I like uh, everyone hates metal, but mm. you know, metal is a pain in the ass to work with, but 
The models are beautiful. <laughs> All right, so so liken it then to that what we had with um, when fantasy came came to an end, when Warhammer Fantasy came to an end. You had, uh, you so, had so some of the started, amazing, like amazing plastics coming out towards the end, um, having to be on the same table as you know some sculpts that were were not just not good, you know, yeah. like like the giant hand Skaven models like the plague monks or, or or things like that you know it's it's i think it is getting to that point in heresy where where you can it, it, there is ages of heresy as a game now yeah i think so like i just for me the resin normal marines are a write-off i'm never interested in touching them again um but the newer the newer heresy stuff like the tanks is perfect but i just don't see why anyone would buy a resin Mark IV ever again, really. Yeah. Did they, they even sell them? Are they on last chance? They were, they were probably on last chance, weren't they? Well, you, you, you can still get them as part of quad mortar and rapier crews, so I mean, you know, <laughs> they're an easy switch out. <laughs> but you can still buy fucking Mark IV shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. get, wait till next week, mate. Wait till next week. Yeah. Get it, yes. Come on, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, oh, you know, of course you can, because they redid them, didn't they? About yeah. what um, three years ago or so, four years yeah. ago. Remember, they redid all the, yeah. the the armor marks, didn't they? To have no no right hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah all the weapons, yeah. Yeah, but they I mean, but they re they redid them. Um, it's why you got the Mark Six squad that look like they're figure skating. I love them. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> uh, I mean, looking at them now, like I I get it. Like the posing is nicer. There is more dynamism in the model and stuff, but yeah. I just know when I when I open the fucking box that it's going to be bits that are fucking infilled with shit and the snip the shoulder pads off and a great fucking chunk will come out the top of them and you know there'll be all that bullshit and I'll be like no give me another plastic one give me a cow <laughs> box <laughs> nice smooth plastic. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's all about it's all about having your favourites, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's what you love to work with. That's the best part about it. That's why we love this stuff. But I think, actually, looking at it, I think it's about time that we sort of. Well, I kind of want to wander into our main segment, but there is one thing I do want to do want to shout out is we had the the live stream um, from Warhammer World last week. Am I right? Was it last week, Freddie? Uh, yeah. Yep, and we had. Some rather interesting. We had the first look at the the mole, which was a 3D print, looking rather rather gigantic and um, yeah, um, intrusive. Let's put it that way. And we got to see a brilliant, uh, nice little, brilliantly mocked up uh, front image of uh, Book Eight: Malevolence. Woo! Yes. Blood angels. <laughs> I, I'm just general quick round the round the round the virtual table thoughts on this. I mean, how how excited on a scale of one to Sanguinius's left left testicle are you about seeing malevolence come out? So throw that one to Andy with the woo at the beginning there. Uh, I'm gonna be bold and say I don't care about the book, but Sanguinius okay. and blood angels. <laughs> Sanguinius and Blood Angels. That's that's very fair. <laughs> Can't argue that. Words. 
Freddie. So, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm coming. No, no. Just while there. Andy was so when when I like me and Andy first met quite a few years ago. Now we were at one yeah. of the open days or just remember I'm recording this or, or something, and uh, we were sort of chatting along, and uh, and I sort of said, so uh, so are you into the uh, you into the background? You enjoy the enjoy the stories and things like that. And he goes, mate, when they give out prizes for knowing the stories. I'll start reading them. (laughs) 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 Oh, okay. (laughs) That is absolutely (laughs) legit. I love that. It's all about the accolades. It's all about the shiny light, isn't it? That's what it's all about. That's what the quiz is about, isn't it, Henry? That's the most important thing of the year. Yes, mate. (laughs) Every year. year. (laughs) It's all about the quiz. It's all about the trivia. You're not Thanks doing... for finding me that, Henry. That's one of the best things I've ever said, and I couldn't remember. It's a belter, mate. Absolute belter. <laughs> I tell you what, Andy, I'll cut it out as a soundbite for you later, mate. I just send you an MP3 over. You can play it every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. That's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> what about well, that being the case, Henry? Do you have any level of excitement for the book in itself, or? Uh... Oh yeah, big time, mate. I, I only play this stuff because of the background. I can't wait to find out about what they're doing with the demons. Um, oh yeah, demons are going to be I'm so sure cool. the the legionary stuff will be great. Oh. Yeah, brilliant. Woohoo! But the 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 demon stuff, I, I want. I I really hope this is going to be more like a book four or a book six. Mm. Um, I I think it's got the potential, and and also maybe Atramenta, because yeah. I, I regularly get a chub on for Night Lords. So it's certainly from a an, um, a story point of view. So yeah. Very sweet, very sweet indeed. Well, it would be nice to see that sort of stuff roll out. Uh, have some, they are getting some love in this book, aren't they, the Night Lords? Well, yeah, I was going to say, they are still in, aren't they? Or have they been dropped? No, like the Night Lords are in. It, Night Lords, um, Night Lords, Demons, White Scars, and Blood Angels. White Scars, yeah! Woo! Waiting for the Khan. I'm excited about White Scars. That's cool. Are you waiting for the car? No, no, no. Hang on. Are, are we still getting Night Lords? Was that when they first talked about it being Dark Angels and Night Lords? Have no, they now sh- been shunted to that one? Because it's Chondax and it's Thramus, right? No, it's Chondax and. I'm pretty sure they still Sigmund's got the Night Lords in there. Right? So it's Bangles and Demons and then Alphas and. Oh, Alphas. Yes, yeah, sorry. They were all right. It's the Alphas. Alphas. My apologies. Sorry, Night Lords fans. You just have to wait that little bit longer. Just like the just like the Dark Angels. That book I'm fucking excited for. Angles. That book, mate. That's going to be immense. Best till last, is it? Yeah, of course. Do you know I'm I'm seriously looking forward to uh, the lion sculpt actually. Yes, come on. Big time. That's going to be very fucking gorgeous. I'm really keen on the lion. Really keen. I think. Like in a in a in a weird way or just. (laughs) No, just I I want to see it. I think it's great giving them, giving that legion its almost its own book. Though, when we consider the the potential for where they can go with all of it, um, <laughs> it's amazing. It's going to be amazing. Well, they oh god, I'm excited. They're going to need all those pages just I've to explain felt, how they're. I felt this alive in months. Uh, hit me, hit me now. Uh, no, this is this is. It's gonna, they're going to need all those pages of their own book just to explain how they're air quotes not traitors. Um, yeah, all you, all you fucking. Dark Angels racist, you're going to be eating your words when that book drops. When that's that's when the <laughs> glory of the first. They've got the shoulder pads now, haven't 
and helmet for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah, and, and the bowl cut upgrade kit for the sergeant. Just uh, but I, I bet before that book drops, uh, 40k is going to drop the lion because he wakes up in the fucking rocking shit, and then there will be an anticlimax when uh, maybe. Maybe. Oh. What about you, Fred? Are you looking forward to uh, malevolence? Malevolence. Well, I'm sorry, I can't. Harris is dead, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed to have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why you've got your own room and you're locked away. <laughs> locked away. Uh, of course I am. Fucking hell. I missed, uh, yeah, if it becomes like, you just said books, book four. Did you dare yeah, to I say think it, I think it will probably be more like book six. Uh, I hope, because those two are very much my favourites but uh, I think for you know no, but no. then I could see it being like one, two and three because it's focused on very specific very fleshed out campaigns isn't it um, yeah like we already know quite a lot about both of them so it'd but be book, interesting book four and six is like it is the creme de la creme yeah yeah Conquest is is very much up there with the best if not the best it is it's like number one is book four well number one is book one obviously but I mean and then but the best of when I talk like game contents and shit it's book four then book six and they're they're fucking very close on par but it's just book four is just I don't know I, I book four is the shit I think the thing that tipped it for me was more because book six was that much newer as well they the artwork had stepped up another level mm. um and also like that fucking front cover with the the atropos can I... um oh it's amazing yeah that yeah. is the stuff dreams are made of let's be fair mm. uh, oh. seven. but but i have to say because i do like, like seven seven's a really nice book actually even with the where's waldo tourists in there but didn't seven kill heresy yeah no that was me <laughs> I'm just wondering if we've got the if we've got a uh, freaking any listeners no. <laughs> <laughs> any takers but it's okay we'll just wait for the rage to come in on the um, on the inbox if it actually ever comes um, it's not like what is love it's like what is heresy oh what a great tune <laughs> what, oh you're going to have to oh that, yeah don't that's, worry we'll put it in for you we'll put it in for you <laughs> don't worry mate we'll make sure that happens I'm just wondering if we're having like a Star Trek thing where we've got like what is it? Every odd book or every even numbered book is actually awesome, and every odd numbered book is, eh, <laughs> kind of thing. Because you know, or is it the first book with our new writers? Is that the important thing? Mm, bits of, I think, isn't it? Yeah. I've... I thought they. I thought they wrote it from the ground up. Mm. Then they no. start from scratch, and it's all the new, all the new guys. No, I think Alan had done a fair whack of it, hadn't he? Right. Um, but. I think ho- hopefully what we'll see as well is that it's more than one man, you know. Yeah, I think there's, we'll, we'll there's see a team the shift of in very, you know, the guys like Anoush is doing a fucking bang up job, um, and you know, you, it was, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. She'll be all right. Of course she will. She'll, it's going to be, be gorgeous. Right. It's going it's to be full of angels, so it'll be perfect, you know. What do you think of the Praetor model that we saw? Oh. Mm. Mm. So what? What? All right. What do you think? 
Always negative. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, it's just like quick cad in an afternoon. Yeah, it's fucking yawn, isn't it? Jesus. All right. blood angel symbols. Oh, arm this way, arm that way. There we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> the end. Cad. The end. Yeah. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and his least favourite three letters, C A D. Big fan. Well, it shouldn't. I had to do so much fucking CAD during school. <laughs> I actually think it's the best thing to happen to models. Yeah, but... big time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't abuse it. it. Don't abuse it. If you no. use it the right way. Yeah. Incidentally, um, objectively, uh-huh. I think it's a nice model. Mm. I just want to put that out there. It look, I was really glad it's Tartaros. I think it looks lovely. Yeah. I think we should have had it five years ago. Um... <laughs> You know, but you're not. We're getting the pre- right? We're getting a pray tour for every legion. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. Yes, we are. Yeah. Oh, Empress children come to me. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Freddie making a mess right now, <laughs> or more so. Awesome. Well, with that, so that's been some awesome chat about models and and stuff in general. We're going to do more of that a little bit later on, but we are going to hop on over to our. Uh, main segment now where we are going to we're going to chat about the hobby camp uh, we're going to talk more about the detail and we're going to sort of go in there because we'll give you guys a general rundown because there are still spots left uh, we still have some places for it all the details are on our Facebook page and if you do want any other details you can always drop us a message here at the Vranjin Heresy podcast via our Gmail or on Facebook um, but yeah let's take a break I think there's going to be some what is love being played right about now yes uh, because I think that's the only fair thing we can do. Um, so we're going to take a break, and we will be right back with uh, our main topic and having a chat with these lovely boys. So we'll be right back after this. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more.
And we're back. And so it is time to delve into all things cultish of paint and all that sort of jazz. Um, so as you guys know, you've already been listening, we have the legends that are Mr. Henry Steele and Mr. Andy Wardle, who are here. And then you've got the also rounds like me and Freddie. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Varangian Heresy Hobby Camp, which is coming up in August. Um, there are tickets still available. And the event dates are, somebody remind me, August 8th, 8th to 12th. Thank you yeah. very much. Um, it's not like I'm co-hosting this or anything. It's fine. We'll, we'll work it out as we go along. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to start off, because we want to introduce, it was a different setup last time, different different organisation, different group of people doing it-ish. So this is where we really want to sort of introduce Cult of Paint. Um, so, and for you guys to sort of give a quick chat about who you are, so that the people coming to the course, um, old and new, know you, um, and then we'll sort of sort of dive into some of the questions we've got and all that jazz. So, I don't know who wants to take the lead on who who's the the PR face. I mean, I know we've got Hollywood in one corner and Mr. Metal in the other, <laughs> but you know, it, it's we're an apple teeny away from having a throwdown over this stuff. So. I would like an apple. I've never had an apple teeny. Right. This is something else that Andy has introduced me to is uh, cocktail other than an old fashioned or a gin and tonic. Cocktails of paint. So yeah. Cocktails of paint. <laughs> Perhaps we I should think. make sure we have a cocktail night. Maybe. No 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 no. Meters me, me, of beer. <laughs> no, I tell you. Well, meters of beer one night, and then we'll get Eric from Denmark to sort out the cocktails because he likes to drink. Green shit. What Rahitnatinis? Ruby Coladas, mate. That's where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the Ruby Colada. Suddenly, a fucking paint course will be invaded by women with green hair. <laughs> that's <Well>. fine. <laughs> that, sounds like a, that sounds like a every other week night for me, but I'm not going to talk about that. Um, so, talk. Tell us about Cult of Paint for somebody who's never had any contact with with who cult of paint are mm. give us give us give us the pr uh, elevator pitch about who you guys are the elevator pitch so uh we cult of paint run uh, a variety of different things namely painting classes uh currently uh, including army painting classes including master classes including specific technique classes um anything from uh, one day courses through to three, four, five day sort of events. Um, we've got a variety of instructors, um, namely myself and Andy. Um, I tend to take the lead more on the army painting side of things, Andy on the master classes. Um, that's simply because um, I said this last time I was on, and I'll say it so he doesn't have to, that Andy is currently one of the very top tier painters or miniatures painters in the world at the moment um so that's something that we're very keen to take advantage of um and it also helps that he likes teaching uh so andy tends to run our, our master classes uh, on things like non-metallic metals uh, painting skin uh what else you've been doing me uh well, so I've been teaching. Well, that's my favourite stuff. That's their favourite, aren't they? So we're, we're almost, uh, we'll be almost a year in. Uh, it'll be a year come November. We'll have been doing uh, Cult of Paint classes. Uh, and we run roughly one one to two classes a month uh, in the UK. Uh, second half of the year, we're going abroad a lot with the classes. 
um, because the second thing we're very, very keen on, other than the teaching, is trying to build this idea of a, a painting community, um, trying to connect all the different people from all over the place. Um, the, the same as the gaming community's got these amazing uh, sort of leaders and, and venues and events. We want we want the painting community to have the same. We want you know, uh, and it, it is slightly more tricky because you can only talk about paint so much. Um, but and we're trying our best. Um, you know, I think it's maybe more of a visual visual medium. Sorry, I just uh, sorry, sorry. I got to say, I just heard a, I heard a tone in Andy's voice was basically hold my beer. Yeah. I mean, we, we haven't found the limit. You can only talk so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, I, I mean, I I, I prove that's not exactly true. Um, I can waffle on forever. So those are, yeah, communities, the, the second sort of big part. So by that, we try and reach out to guys like yourselves, guys in America, uh, for instance, the, the RFI guys going over and running some classes for them at Heresy Camp. Um, we're going over to New Zealand, to Australia. And again, it's just trying to make sure that where you've got people in the communities that are trying to push the hobby side of things more, we want to make sure that they've got support. Um, and there are, of course, there's people other than us doing it. Um, but one thing we've really wanted to try and do is this is this is a full-time thing. This is what we're doing now. Um, and the third sort of uh, string, I suppose, the bow or whatever, is we're going to have a line of uh, miniatures coming out later in the year as well. So that's the, the trifecta, I guess, of, of what we are as, a, as an entity. Big, big. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun it's going to be fun so that's enough for me that's enough for you (laughs) well what about you what about Andy do you want to add anything in on that mate yeah just I think for me like the name the the cult of paint is because we want to be really inclusive Mm -hmm. and and the cult name is actually that everyone is in the hobby is part of a cult and that's what the name means to me and I think actually the thing I'm most proud of is that we teach, uh, you know, tabletop uh, stuff and we teach display stuff. And I really like that we, we teach uh, those both those things because actually you, you tend to get different types of customer. And I want to try and, you know, bridge the gap and have people interested in both. And for me, that's what the name Cult of Paint is all about. It's that everyone who does the hobby is, is part of this little cult we got and it's all about being yeah like I said inclusive so that's the main thing it means for me and why we why we chose the name so I was going to ask about the name actually because that was that's a really intre- interesting isn't isn't right, but intriguing <laughs> well it, it, it's better than the pyramid scheme of <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, we've been trying to get the pyramid scheme a, copied there's, there's a slight tongue-in-cheek tongue <laughs> uh, element to it yeah. Um, but th- there is also the fact that like we legitimately are just massive nerds when it comes to painting and yeah. want other people to be as geeky about it as we are. Join our cult. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and debate what's the best, who makes the best red. Mm. You know, shit like that. But uh, I'm, um, yeah, I, I really love the teaching. Uh, I really enjoy it and I'm really, really proud of the miniatures we're making at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to just 
keep keep teaching different places and uh, and hope people like the miniatures too. So it's it's really exciting for us at the moment. Really exciting. That sounds absolutely freaking awesome. Yeah. So, I've got one of the miniatures in my hand, so they're real, but we're not ready to show them yet. <laughs> Ooh. So all the cocktees. I mean, seriously, man. You're, you're, you're professionals at this. This is scary. What? Well, now, last time we talked, Henry, you yes. you guys had uh, done some stuff with Modern Steamboat. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. That is ongoing. We're constantly being asked the questions. All we can answer is those airbrushes will be available soon. Well, uh, I just think it's awesome that you're, you're yeah. doing that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, su I suppose that is something we as Andy was as saying is you know we we are quite proud of, of what we're creating but that's because we're putting a huge amount of work into this I, I I cannot stand seeing it when you have a fairly small community and people take advantage of it where however that may be whether that's an event whether that's a, a product whatever um, and we, when we began talking about doing this, there were some very, very clear sort of guidelines that we wanted to try and stick to, um, you know, sort of sticking to principles. And so far, it hasn't bitten us in the arse, which is great. That's um, really good. So the nice thing is, is I think if you, and I'm sure you guys have probably found it from running events, is if you do things the way, to the best of your ability, you will attract the people that you want to attract to it. Yeah. Um, and all of those, uh, which you will always get in a in a community, is, is you'll get naysayers, you'll get get people that love to see other people fail, that, that, that will just enjoy trolling or whinging. Eventually, they will be a very very small, uh, barely heard part. And what you will have ended up with is surrounding yourself by like-minded people who want to keep driving it forwards. Um, and I suppose ultimately for us, that is the aim: is it gets to the point where you almost want to make yourself redundant because you then need to keep thinking all right fuck, what can we do next what can we do next but what that will mean is that we will have achieved this idea of a painting community a global painting community and it sounds very wanky and uh, and all the rest of it but you may as well aim high right um, when when you're starting out yeah, um, I mean, so when we get off. when we get companies like harder and steambeck asking to work with us it's incredibly rewarding um, but what we've done with that is rather than us just trying to get our faces up on something and a couple of free airbrushes, it's it's trying to go to them and go, right, you've got this community of, of Warhammer or, or, or painters. They're starting to understand that airbrushing is a, a really useful tool to have in the arsenal. Um, but you don't have a brush specifically aimed at them. You know, come on, we're always recommending this, that and the other. Why can't we get one? in a box so that we can say oh what do you recommend this boom it's there um so things like that it's yeah. uh yeah exciting times i mean that 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 it, you're right it is exciting times and i think that is a hundred percent the right attitude to have and i know that in our own way we we've been working on that uh with what we do and trying to reflect that because it is you know super important to as you say uh, it's Basically, you're building a brand and you're building you a, a way of a way of being recognised, a, a you know ethos, mindset, whatever you want to call it. But you're building something. So as you said, aim big, stick to those principles, and go for it. And mm. you'll you'll attract the right people, the people who fit that 
and if it's at the end of the day if I'm being honest if it's not working then you'll learn from it and, and sort of adjust yeah, exactly and the big thing is, is this idea of trying to create this community that people want to be part of not creating some sort of clique not creating if you like it a, a cult in the one sense um, you know, yeah, it, it, we've got the name cult yeah. everyone who does the hobby is in it is what we're trying to say mm. Yeah, it's not the click of paint. It's it's not the click of paint. It is. Yeah. You know the car, and and there's, that's the thing. Everybody's there's no super the secret shit. There's nothing like that. You know, it's it's we want we want there to be that sort of oh fuck who 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 can I ask about this question? And it's not necessarily you need the best person to ask about it. That happens to be a, a nice coincidence if you've got someone like Andy and it's to do with to do with certain things to do with painting. But it's it's having those. Uh, I can't, I can't think of the best way to describe it, but it's, it's, provi- it's, it's providing that, that thing for the community. So what's really nice now is we get quite some messages. Yeah, but it's, you're, we're getting messages from all over the world now and from the email on the Facebook page and whatnot from people literally, they've got no intentions of coming on a class for whatever reason, whether because they, they can't actually physically get to one or, or, or whatever, but they're beginning to ask questions. And it's nice because they feel that they can ask those questions and they, and you know it might be as simple as oh I've just seen this brush what do you think of it and we can just get back to them you know it's, it's because you've got that with with the games you know you've got oh oh shit Ryan I've, I'm thinking of doing this list what can I do you know send um, it's, we want to try and provide that that hobby side of things as well yeah. if you allow me to blow your trumpet for a little bit I think that one one of the things that I the most common thing that I hear from the person when I try to push an event and stuff is that well, well you know holy fuck like you guys you, you paint so well and if I bring my shit I'm just going to be embarrassed and and I don't know like they, they feel like it's really hard to do that entry threshold because they think that we are all fucking masterclass painters and we look down on people and shit and, and I think that what you guys do is you're bridging that gap which is fucking excellent because you see that it's it's not that it's it's not magic and not everyone needs to be like a, a super good painter. Like I'm not, I'm kind of average. But in, in the eyes of a, a new person, they think that oh holy shit! Like you must be some sort of you know god of painting. But not really. It's like basic skills. It's basic mindsets. It's just you know basic passion. And and I think that you guys you help people realize that you can achieve something that you could be super proud of with, you know, just some, some minor techniques and minor, you know, skills. I'm going to, I'm going to add on to that, that sort of, you know, nice, smooth ball rubbing uh, motion there. Um, (laughs) And say that in in all honesty, and I mean, we're going to take what we did. the, The last course that happened that not only did that have a major impact on everybody who was part of it one way or another, I mean, I'm a commission. I do commission painting work from it. That's what it's given me. Other people, it's given the skills just to get up there and, and start painting stuff. Um, and you know, there are people like Linus who can knock out three thousand points, <laughs> at, like literally military precision, precision kind of. You know, it's that's just him. But he just knocks that shit out, and you know, all those different things. But what it's done, as well, is it started to bleed out into the community, in people seeing 
the different standards of painting and the different things and people going oh how have you managed that a little bit of knowledge here and there not giving away the farm but you know try this have a look at that you know and then people have sort of i don't want to say raise their game because of that but i think it's had an, a natural effect on the way that not just in in our community but from what i've seen you know like looking through crusade and heresy for example uh, and the stuff from the guys in oz and stuff like that where that sort of teaching has come in it's naturally mm. sort of raised the quality of the painting as a it, whole i hope it, so it, like freddie said there hopefully that that is true is that one yeah. of the best things would be is if it's removed that that fear factor yeah um you you have all these amazing uh tools available to you now with loads of different paint brands models that are being specifically designed to be nice to paint not just to look at um and hopefully you, you know you, you you go to a class and you the very there's very very few truly innovative uh, correct me if i'm wrong andy but there's there's very there's, there's not that much left that's that's new necessarily <laughs> certainly not from a skill point of view of in as in applying paint to a model so what you can come and do is learn those techniques and then you have that toolbox it's then down to you that you can either choose to apply yourself for hundreds and thousands of hours and you can end up a painter like Andy or you can come and learn the skills and you can go right I can knock out an army now and I'll be really pleased with it yeah, I think it'd be impossible to do a class and not be able to make a great looking army mm. I think you, you couldn't go to a class and not be able to do a good, good army because you like no, no matter what way no. you start you'll be able to do it so 100% and that's the whole point I suppose that steers us nicely back to what, what the classes are or, yeah. or, or hobby camp's going to be is the aim is to give you a whole heap of tools and uh, techniques to bang out what a lot of people would consider a very very nice looking gaming army mm. yeah. um, and uh, you know the, the guys you know let's say we had 20 guys come on the last class and they all did a fantastic job over the five days and maybe half of those have gone away and done a few more models and then maybe half of those have actually gone away and finished armies and those armies look phenomenal and it's not necessarily that those guys are any better than the guys that haven't painted the armies it's just they've been able to apply themselves <laughs> and get the fucking things finished <coughs> or fucking uh, fully repainted you yeah, bastards no. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> But I think once that, once that fear's gone, once you go, oh, hang on, you can look at something and go, I know how that's done, then the the, 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 the last barrier there is just discipline, isn't it? Or it may be finding time, but it, it's more than likely it's going to be down to discipline and how much you want to have an army painted, and that's not something we can help with. But what we can do is get you to the point where you have absolutely everything in your arsenal that you need to be producing an absolutely banging-looking army. And I think one one thing to to touch on before we sort of uh, move on a, a little bit of the course detail because we don't want to go too deep because we've already done that. But I think one of the things that really helped with, uh, or one of the great things that came from the course, is being able to talk about painting and to be able to talk to people, and it actually makes sense, and you know that sort of thing and have that that sort of common language. Mm. was really good and that's you know been a great thing in general just being able to talk oh how are you doing this it's a great way of just adding another way of talking 
as a community mm. and that's that's a, the sort of added bonus is it's another you know i did i never i will say i never really talked to anyone about my army painting and you know how i did stuff or how i you know how did they do stuff now it's like oh i'm interested in painting how do you do that how do you do this because you know you've been in a place to have that conversation that makes sense yeah sure. and, and it's, it is it's fostering that, that environment is is key yeah, and I, I, I think it's people think that the fucking threshold is it's much bigger than than it is. It's not a fucking it's not the mower in fucking East Berlin. It is it is a small fucking step, like you know Neil Armstrong style. Mm. And once you get in it, the 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 thing that it it's sort of like the force, like the thing, the world that it's open up to. Like I had all the fucking painting books from Portugal. I had all that stuff. Like I, I, I tried to read them and made no fucking sense. You had those military modeling magazines. You tried to replicate the stuff. But after I done, you know, you you, you did a course, it kind of it, it's sort of like opened up and you understood what it said and what they meant. And because there's a lot of things that are in between the lines, like when two great painters talk, there are a lot of things that are kind of like common knowledge that they don't even write in a book. Yeah, or they assume, don't say. assume knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the thing is, it, it, and for like a, a novice, it just seems like you're talking fucking your own language, <laughs> but it, but not really. And it's just such a small step to get into that fucking bigger world. It's a Ros- it's literally a Rosetta Stone course in that way. That makes you know. If you get the, get the sort of the analogy there, it literally just opens up all that language, and then uh, you go J- Jedi oh. hold problem. You mean? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's really true. that's really good to hear because again, that that is very much a, a focus, particularly of, of this army painting one, because someone may get to the end of it and go, "That was brilliant. I've got everything I need to do now. I'm just going to go away and do it." But you'll get the odd one who'll go, "Fuck, I I I'm okay at painting. I can I can do this," and then that's when you open up all the other classes that we can run and they go oh I might go and spend the weekend with Andy learning how to paint NMM gold or you know or oh, this go and this, spend the weekend with Andy this, you, never you know this, this, yeah exactly or the, you know we're, we're, what we're really keen on doing is, is bringing more painters in um, mm. people that we look up to people that we'd love to, to learn from um, and helping them run classes so we recently we've, we've had a guy called uh, Mark Masklands now if you're only within the sort of Warhammer hobby sphere, you may not be that familiar with his name. Um, but in the sort of broader, uh, wider painting uh, community, uh, miniatures painting, this this guy's the shit. You know? <laughs> um, so I, I would, I would have felt, I still would feel almost some maybe nervous to go on a class and think, fuck, do I? Would I be able to actually get anything out of this? You know, or am I going to be there? Like, I remember ages ago, tangential, right? I found myself in a three-day course on vaccinating people, right? And all I needed to do was learn how to give someone the fucking flu shot. And I'm just sat in this room, like, in my mid and I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing here? Like, I have made a terrible mistake. Um, and that's sort of how I picture, you know, maybe some people feel about going on the painting classes. But what we want to do is show that that you don't need that fear. We will guide you through the process. If we don't think that you are uh, 
capable of doing a class will tell you and will tell you what we think you should do before you go on it mm. and we will provide that for you that's where this uh, brush skills class has come from mm. um, and that, that was something Andy really really drove um, and to be fair if you come out learning how to give somebody a vaccination bonus Oh, I'll show you how to do that as well if you want, but that's, yeah. <laughs> With an airbrush. With an airbrush. <laughs> Hardcore style. <laughs> well, well, you know that vaccination is just pure evil, right? Shut up. That's not <laughs> I'm not even going to have that joking tangent. I don't mind joking about getting them, but vaccination, no. That's up there with chemtrails. Fuck that shit. No, we're not going down that route. Um, sorry <laughs> but uh, no all, again all seriousness I mean that that's that's so superb I mean that's what you know what we've been we've sort of wanted to bring in and, and be part of as a community as a whole for a very long time and it's you know it's going to have such a positive effect when, when it sort of rolls in over here um, and I do so. oh yeah well we, we, we're pretty confident in that otherwise we wouldn't be doing <laughs> it again um in all honesty, oh god, I hate this. Sorry, I've got really shitty resin to work with at the moment, and it's just snapped and not gluing, and it's being a dick. And I don't want to use Activator while we're recording. Um, so, yeah, but like with all our events, we we kind of promote the hobbying aspects with either the forgotten units or like a, you know play choice for most thematic built and painted armies. Not just you don't have to be a masterclass person. It's just that we, we love the hobby part. That's why we, we just love having you guys on board and doing this hobby camp thing because it's 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 one of the most people keep forgetting about it, but painting and painting and fucking building models, we tend to spend more time doing that than we actually do playing games. Oh god yeah. <laughs> I've literally played three games this entire year. The amount of hours I've put into modelling and painting yeah. is well beyond that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, and, and that's another thing. Like people think, oh well, it uh, for for students and stuff, they think, oh, it's a steep investment. But think about the amount of four-year-old models that you have bought <laughs> that are lying in fucking cupboards that yeah. you have not put fucking <laughs> brush. Sounds very self-reflective, there, Freddie. Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, you should see my room right now. But uh, so. <laughs> But uh, I'm thinking who like says the I amount. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> but who says like the amount of money you put into the hobby in a whole? And, and the thing is, it's it's a it's a kind of a different concept for for most people because they buy stuff, they buy rules, they buy models, they they buy a bit of paint, they do their best, they they pay entry tickets to go to events and do in hobby shit, mm. but they. It seems like, but you can invest in actually improve your hobby. Not just going to events, but actually going to painting courses is all the same thing. It's just yeah. that it's kind of a it's kind of a new concept. So I think that's, that most people don't realize. Well, well you know, yeah, I can, I can take right. this money and buy models, or I can learn to become a better painter. And but it, it's kind of like it's new to them, so they haven't really realized. Around it, and for me, I thought like, like, like last year's, like the the, the amount of money I invested in the painting course mm -hmm. was peanuts compared to the stuff I bought from Portugal. <laughs> but but still, it the amount of value for money, mm. it, it, yeah. it was fucking up there. It's like the most, it was the best investment of last year. Not yeah, yeah second second falchion. 
That's great. I mean, and, and I suppose that that raises raises two two points. Is is firstly, classes are are good. we still go on classes with other people. It's not that we feel only our classes are worth going on. You know, it, it's you you learn so much, and I think as adults, perhaps we don't tend to go on. You don't you don't tend to learn new things as an adult as anywhere near as much as you would as a kid, right? Whether that's musical instruments, whether that's a new sport, whether that's that's whatever. But as an adult, providing you're not too pickled, like it's amazing how much you can learn and 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 pick up still uh, if you're in a the right environment. And that's what we're trying to foster. This we're we're making sure that the so that the second point was is yes, it is a lot of money. There's no getting away from it. Why the fuck should you give us that money? What makes us think we can come out and say this we're worth this? Come and pay this. Well, we've now taught hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people um, on various different painting classes. Um, this is a full-time thing now. We are absolutely determined to give people the very best value that we can uh, from from a, a painting class, be it a one-dayer, be it a five-dayer. Um, on top of that, with something like Hobby Camp, there's all the other side to it as well. This isn't uh, turn up at nine, go home at five. This is five days, uh, and this one in particular, of just geeking out about heresy and, and painting heresy and playing heresy and, and whatever. Um, but from the, the, the like Freddie was saying, it's it's we need to make sure that we give you value for money. Um, we go on classes ourselves. We know when we've been on a class and feel like it was worth it. Um, and we honestly feel that this this particular set of classes is absolutely invaluable. If if you enjoy painting and you want to have a painted army, I think they're invaluable. And I fully agree and won't you know can't can't agree loud enough on that one so let's let's move on from the course itself let's just very briefly the the what we're actually doing for the hobby camp is as as uh, henry just said it's five days the first two days are the introduction and painting tanks yes vehicles vehicles yep. vehicles sorry vehicles yep and then there is a day off of rest, relaxation, or as we do it, bring the crazy shit, heresy, craziness um, day, which is the sort of Apple the middle TV. of the course. Oh yes, um, and there will be uh, there will be you know usual Varangian heresy fun. Uh, we're going to be bringing um, our recording equipment, so we'll do that. We'll have uh, we'll, pro we'll probably have another quiz. God Good. knows what that's going to become, but we'll, we'll definitely have some fun with that. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of stuff that will be going on in that day. We've we've been talking about theme tables, all this sort of. Basically, it's all going to be about hobby and having fun. Uh, and then we've got the infantry course, which is the last two days to to round out the five days. Um, we've been over this before in the last recording. We'll go over it again in more detail in the future. But right now, I think it's important because we're sort of at the halfway point. I think we're like seven, seven or eight weeks out, if that, mm -hmm. from the course itself. Um, I think it's really important that we sort of look over the questions that we've been getting in and uh, we've had a, a number of sort of uh, questions that have been specific and then I know you guys have been as you said you've been doing this for you've taught hundreds and hundreds of people 
you've probably got an inbuilt, slightly twitch, you know, eye twitch, thousand yard stare, built in FAQ um, <laughs> that we can go through as well. So there's a lot of stuff to sort of sort of go through right now. So should we start with the the stuff we've had in? You got the list there in front of you, Henry? Uh, I have. Yeah. Sorry, you're gonna have to listen to me. Fucking waffle on some more. <laughs> it's all right. Sorry, I should we have can, shut we up. We can feel like the like the best of them. It's what I'll, we do. Uh, I'll be I'll be super quick. Um, yeah. So I've got a big list of questions we've had here. Uh, I'm just going to read the questions out. Yeah. So, go for it. Uh, questions regarding items on the kit list. Uh, cotton buds or Q-tips. Is there any brand that you recommend? Nope. Any of them are fine. Uh, <laughs> the person asking was. Uh, if the cotton buds are to be used how I think they are, blocking the outflow of air paint, blah, 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 then can you recommend a brand? The ones I've used left cotton fibres in the airbrush. You are barely going to use them at all. Um, just go and buy some from the chemists. If they're really shit and loads of fibres end up in your airbrush, we'll clean those out, we'll throw them in the bin, and you can use someone else's that don't do that. Uh, second question, J-cloths. Is it important to use a J-cloth brand? Um, no, it can be any brand you like. The key is it is not a paper towel. It's that it is a, uh, a microfiber type cloth that you're not going to get um, lots of uh, bits fl flying in the air uh, from, particularly when you're airbrushing. Um, so I don't know if you have J cloths in Sweden or not. You can yeah, literally yeah, you, you can get literally buy buy something the equivalent uh, if you go to uh, the Swedish. But I'm going to murder this Yulla. Uh, for like 20 crowns, you can get a big mm. roll of the stuff that is put Yeah, you love Il Tema, all the usual suspects. The key there yeah. is just that it's not, uh, it's not paper towel. Microfiber, yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, a four-way extension, uh, uh, how long does it need to be? This is probably more a question for Freddie because of the venue. Um, every person is going to be using two to three plugs. Uh, for their equipment um, so I would su suspect between however many of us turn up that we will have some long ones and some not so long ones and that would be absolutely fine yeah. uh, uh, I, I think if you I think they sell the needed 2 meters or 5 meters uh, if you get a 5 meters you'll be golden you know, because then you know regardless of where you end up sitting you, you, you don't have to rely on getting jacked into someone else and we, we mentioned this on the last show as well. Um, if you're coming from a long way away and you carrying kit with you is an issue and is something that is stopping you coming, please get in touch with us because yeah. we will be able to help you out. That's not to say we can fucking help everyone out and we'll provide it all. One day we'll get to that point where you can just turn up and everything's there for you, but we're not there quite yet. Um, small steps to build the empire, mate. Yeah, small so steps. if you've got, if that's something seriously that is that is giving you doubts about it, please get in touch. I'm sure we can help out with that side of things. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and for an example, we had like uh, Juka, the the Finn, and some other people coming in touch and say that they they can't get a compressor over. Mm. And I said that's that's all right. We're going to get fucking multiple couplings, so we can yeah. whoever you're sitting next to, I'm just going to put in a splitter, and you can use that that guy in the as long as he has a decent compressor, so I'm not I'm not gonna put you next to someone that bought like a fucking those Chinese ones that you have to paint nails that has no tank. Then then, then I'll or, put you next, next to, to Jen, next to Jens with his industrial 50 liter tank where you can't. Well, that, shit. I, I can put you next to Jens though because then you don't have to. Oh yeah, it. but Jens is awesome. So yeah, that's totally. But you know, you won't hear a thing. 
<laughs> yeah. But again, we'll, we'll look after you with this sort of thing. You know, you, the, the, the Varangian guys have run many, many events, and this is their sort of HQ where they run them. Um, we've run many painting events. That there, there are. We generally know how to deal with these sorts of issues should they arise. So, so don't worry about them. I was going to say just just a just a general point. Sorry, if you don't mind me just jumping in for a split second, is that no matter what, um, I know we talked about coming from far away. If you're coming from uh, two kilometres down the road, or you're coming from the other side of the other side of the planet, at the end of the day, we'll all be there together, and we'll all have stuff, and people will help each other yeah, out. Yeah, we I mean, hosting. just look at Emery last year. You know, that was just an yeah. amazing thing. But we talked about that in the last episode. But like Freddie said, stuff like compressors, I'm going to be bringing a splitter on mine, so I'm going to have three points uh, that I'll be able to connect up with. You know, Freddie's going to have that. We'll probably have a couple of others hanging around. So, you know, we'll make it work. And that's that's part of our job as hosts is to help with that as well. So, you know, get in touch. Sorry. Um, some sponge. How much should I bring? Should I bring <laughs> one? Dense or loose? Um <laughs> So just bring some fucking sponge, uh, bring bits of blister pack sponge or washing up sponge, whatever, really doesn't matter. Um, one of the big things that you'll get into the swing of once you're there is sharing. Um, you know, if someone's got a really good thing, then we'll nick it and we'll get everybody to sort of look at it and, and see if they've got their own or, or where they get their own. Um, or if it's something as simple as sponge and someone's brought a loofah, which would probably be inappropriate, for what we're going to do, then we'll nick a little bit of sponge off. Depends if you're painting a warlord or not. Of somebody else. Um, personally, I use uh, KR multi-case sponge all the time because what the fuck I thought I was doing buying army cases when I didn't have any painted armies. Uh, so that's just big box. <laughs> Motivation for future projects, that's what it was. Um, right. Isopropyl alcohol, so rubbing alcohol, isopropyl. Uh, how much do you need? Not a lot. Uh, like 250 mil, something like that. Um, everything that is on the kit list is on there for a reason uh, and has been refined through through multiple multiple classes uh, you may well know of ways of doing things differently uh, whether that's cleaning your airbrush whether that's thinning your paints whatever we're going to show you the way that we do it um, at least then you can make an informed decision as to which you prefer so try to follow the kit list as best as possible don't second guess it uh, so to that end, small amount of isopropyl is fine. The question is, uh, what does it do compared to the normal airbrush cleaner? We use it for something completely different. Uh, I have a small bottle of stuff from the pharmacy, but we'll probably need to get more. No, you don't need to get any more. Bring, bring that bottle with you. Um, equally, if you're going to be flying, you probably can't bring it. I don't know, but we're in the center of fucking Stockholm, so I'm sure we can pop to a pharmacy if we need to get something. Yeah. Um, chipping fluid. I have chipping medium from Vallejo. Are they the same? Uh, yeah, more or less. It's absolutely fine. Whatever. Um, scale 75, do it. It's fine. AK Interactive, do it. It's fine. MIG, do it. It's fine. Um, Vallejo, do it. It's fine. It's it's all it's all the same shit. Same shit. Different different packaging, pretty much. Um, what's that? What's that hairspray that's in the gold can? LV. L V L V. Yeah, that one. So you can bring that as well if you want to. I was going to say, I'm bold. I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> I don't, and I don't use that harsh stuff on my go on my beard. It's, uh, it's too much. Okay, weathering powder. Should I get Forge Worlds? Uh, if you want, it's all the same shit again in different pots. <laughs> find, find. Uh, I think it says on the kit list to 
bring some that matches the basing theme for your army. So if you're going to do a set your army on, on Mars, uh, then bring suitable coloured weathering powder. Um, again, MIG do it, Forge World do it, um, Lejo do it, uh, loads of people do it. Just, just bring colours you like. Have you seen Hera do fluorescent pink? Yeah, yeah, it was fucking great, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> there's a craft world for you if ever I heard one. Um, also, don't you need something more for working with weathering powders? Well, that's an excellent question. Yes, you do. Uh, they're already in the list. What you need. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm not trying to be a dick here. I'm just trying to get through it. Sorry. Um, I've heard Red that you should use white spirits for some of the things. I have, however, no clue what white spirit is. Um, white spirit or uh, mineral spirits, uh, in, in our list, kit list, we're actually using artist thinners. Um, they are effectively a lower solvent, lower odour version of white spirit, um, and we will use them instead of white spirit. Have no fear, we have windows we can open when everybody does. Simply, <laughs> I'm really not trying to rip into this person because these are these are great questions. So thank you for writing in; they're really useful because I guarantee you, plenty of other people have asked about them. The uh, and especially, great is your answers, <laughs> especially with the isopropyl alcohol, that's something we fixed on the kit list. We've now put the quantities for things like um, cleaner spirits and stuff like that after uh, Johnny Richards from the uh, Sons of Heresy podcast turned up to one class with gallons of <laughs> it was going to be too little or too much and it had to be too much they sold it in the quantities he brought it in some of the stuff um, did he have industrial links is the question it was pretty ridiculous like if we needed to get rid of a body he's <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> questions regarding the models. Um, this is a, a miss on our part. Uh, normally, when we advertise the classes, they have a they have a poster which has certain details about what to bring. Uh, we did a special little banner thing for the Thrandium one, uh, which that, that that information wasn't on. Uh, so I'm going to put those up in the event group so people can see what a normal uh, event looks like. But uh, in short, I'll go through it now. Uh, the vehicles. Um, you will get all of your assembly instruction. Uh, we send an email out to everyone that's bought a ticket going through how we want you to bring your models, uh, in what stages of sub-assembly, uh, what colour prime, all the rest of it. Um, we'll also then individually talk to you about what colour scheme you'd like to do. Um, you, we will help you do the colour scheme you want to do. We're not going to make you do a certain scheme. Um, so the easiest thing is when you get the email, when you reply to it, perhaps one or two reference pictures and say, oh, I really like this Imperial Fist Yellow. What do you think I could use? Chances are we'll either know or be able to find out for you what they've used. Um, so all of that is covered in an email when you uh, that, that gets sent out once you bought the ticket. Uh, but in short, for vehicles, we recommend a Demos Pattern Rhino because it's got lots of interesting shapes um, that we can teach you stuff on. Uh, however, if you want to bring a plastic rhino, that is fine. If you want to bring something like a chimera, that is fine. Uh, if you wanted to bring an Aurox, that would be absolutely fine. And pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so, you know, if you've no intention of ever having a rhino, then we're not going to make you buy one to come do the class. But there is a reason that we recommend it. So if in doubt, that's what we recommend. Uh, for the infantry class, we recommend either plastic Mark IV or plastic Mark III from the... Uh, relevant plastic box sets um, just the regular bolter dudes uh, again we'll send you instructions about how to um, 
uh, assembled them and, and sub-assembled them. If, though, you say, oh, Henry, I'm doing an all Mark II white scars on them, well, fine, bring Mark II. We'll show you how to do it on Mark II. Um, it's, 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 it's not an issue. Uh, but, there's again, there's a reason we recommend the models that we do. When you finish these classes, you're not just going to leave knowing how to paint a Mark IV Emperor's Children tactical you know, you're going to go away having learned all these skills that you can apply to a plethora of other models. Um, it's just that from experience, we know what are good teaching pieces um, that you will get the most out of on the class. Um, that's not to say you don't get Terminators and some uh, Roger bought a fucking Storm Sword, no, Shadow Sword to the last tank painting class. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Jeff. But um, you know, <laughs> you get through it. Um, impressive. <laughs> you did a really good job. But that's not to say we want people bringing. Uh, bringing. <laughs> um, so that I think is all the questions I've got on. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, yeah, Sorry, mate. I thought you'd have liked to see them, but you know. I just loved your answers. <laughs> the questions were fine. Your answers were perfect. <laughs> You love it. You love it, and you know you do. <laughs> do you do you want us to chat about stuff? Uh, so, stuff. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> Being army <laughs> person, uh, so I base. So summer, summer up. Uh, if it, you guys that are signing up, you're gonna get an email where. We got. We're gonna get in contact with you, like, and ask you what legion or whatever painting scheme that you want to learn how to paint. Correct. And then get in contact with you guys, and then you come with stuff, and the expertise or the, the expert panel will say what kind of paints that they recommend for you to replicate that painting scheme. Correct. Um, and also, we get asked a lot: Can I do a different? legion for my tank that I do for my infantry yes 100% of course you can uh, it, personally I would suggest you do that unless you are really keen to kickstart an army and, and get one going hmm. I will say it is it is actually a really the course is a really good way of getting um, getting a new army kickstarted to be fair I know a lot of the guys sort of did that on the last one and they use it as that, that that was their motivation for doing it and it was, you know, really kick started some good stuff. Excuse me. Trying not to, you know, choke on really shitty cider. Um so yeah, so uh do we have any more directly hobby camp related questions? Freddie, have you got any that I don't um, know about? Uh no, because I think that's gonna be brought up uh now anyway. Or yeah. later on. <laughs> As yeah. I know the fucking, as I know what we're going to talk about, so obviously <laughs> no, I don't have any fucking questions. I don't know. I don't know. You might have thought of something. It does happen. Yeah. Occasionally. How, how many of how many meters of beer are we going to drink on on the fucking day three? On day three, I th I think probably night of day two would be would be yeah. better. So um. you can recover all the day three. <laughs> and, and, uh, and also, I do fucking hope you bring an army so we can do some smackdowns. We will be. We'll be bringing, we'll be bringing several. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. I'll be doing the smackdowns because I've got this uh, This, this <laughs> middle, middle day. <laughs> well, I'm not playing Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, Andy. Play, I'll play against the custodes. Bring that. Uh, I'll, I'll do that. It's all right. Uh, 
Uh, I feel better. I need like the Paralympics in 30k, so I'll, I'll play Henry. Yeah, that'd Especially be fun. On day three. <laughs> the nice, so but, nice but dim crowd. Um, no, we we chatted on the last episode about uh, events for the middle day. Um, we're going to make sure there's there's plenty of things to do. We'll we'll probably look at doing some sort of painting competition. Uh, we're going to do a destruction derby thing with the vehicles. Um, we'll, we'll we'll make sure that the middle day is a is a fun-filled extravaganza. Yeah, we're going to do some stupid shit basically, and we're going to have fun doing it. Yeah. Um. To that end as well, we're not we're not going to absolutely roast everyone every day. Um. You know, it, we, we're well aware five days, even doing something that you really enjoy, uh, can get tiring. Uh, so again, we will pace things as we see fit, as as depending on how everyone's doing. Um. But I'm bored of my own voice now. So, um, do you want Andy to fill you in about what we're going to offer for the guys that have come on previous painting classes, either with us or, or with other people, um, uh, and may not want to? Uh, by all means, they can just come and, and do the vehicle infantry class. But if they'd like to do something a little bit different, we are going to offer uh, opportunity. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Sorry, not, not that we're, we're tired of hearing your voice, Henry. But you know, I am Andy. Mate. Andy, ah, talk. Hello. <laughs> It's a privilege to hear Henry's voice. Oh, it's disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for the uh, the guys that have done the class before, obviously I haven't been to Sweden before, so I'm going to try and bring something new. And uh, I want to just show a couple really core techniques that you find across a lot of heresy models. So the main two really doing things like power weapons. And uh, through that, I'll actually be able to show you how to do uh, just some blending. So, you know, we'll teach blending on a power weapon. So, one, you'll be able to hopefully do a bit better brush blending when you need to, uh, and also deal with those pesky power weapons. And I'd also like to look at doing uh, how we deal with the folds on the cloth and how we do the lighting on that. So those are some of the main things that... Um, the guys who've done the class before are going to get new subjects, so I'm excited to do that. Yeah, so we we sort of, for those that have done it before, we're saying if you'd like to bring a different vehicle, please do. Um, so if you, I, I wouldn't suggest maybe anything bigger than say a Spartan, um, just for the sake of getting it uh, plenty of it done. Um, but if you would like to bring a different vehicle, then go for it. Uh, and then for the infantry, if you'd like to bring a couple of command figures, then go for it, um, or some Terminators or, some, or something like that. You are, we're not going to be separating this out into two classes, though. Um, everyone will be in, in the same room. All the demos will be available, all the, the main demos will be available to everybody. And then those that we know have done it before and uh, we know are perhaps up to speed on certain things, we will be offering these additional demos for them to come and sit on. Uh, you should be, they should be doing it a little quicker, yeah. uh, and that will allow time and for the extra demos. And I also think it'd be really important to bring the vehicle you did the first time round. That'd because, be great. Yeah. Because I think you know you can look at the things to improve on, and that's what we'll be able to push you on. Because there's always time for us to go around individually, and yeah. we'll find we'll find areas to push you hard, so you, your tank's going to be a level up. You know. So, yeah. I mean, to that end, if you wanted to bring a vehicle that you'd already begun your pre-shaking work on, then brilliant, go for it. Um, 
you know, so that while the guys that are first on are going through the things that we do to begin with, we can already be cracking on with you guys discussing where you can tweak and, and do this. But generally, the two groups will will merge and will will cross over at, at many points. Can, can can I be a complete and utter asshole at this point in time, uh, more so than normal? Uh, for those of us that have done it before, obviously that's what we're talking about right now. What 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 would be the 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 type of response? Should we say, um, you know, I've I've always wanted to paint a Thunderbolt or an Avenger. Um, yeah, why not a knight? Something like that be cool. I think a lot of people <laughs> painted dig, dig the uh, <laughs> dig at night. Knight's a nice centerpiece. Mm. Sardu Layak in an Anvilus. <laughs> I don't know if I'd bother bringing a fucking drop pod or um, I'm not sure you'll get the most. But if you no, really want to, we'll, we'll, we'll do it if you really want to. Well, a normal drop pod is boring, but an Anvilus. Yeah. Charybdis, maybe? Nah. Yeah. But no. uh, just, I'm just, I, I, I may or may not be looking at the Thunderbolt right now going, I want several of these yeah, then I need the panel to tell me where should Sardar Leia ride uh, uh, like voodoo voodoo fog he just sort of zips around <laughs> yeah but I need to bring a fucking vehicle and there needs uh, to be Sardar Leia's fucking you know you know a band in I the have 80s to, I've already, travel I have, in a I, bus oh right? you need to do Christ. that conversion of the storm um Stormlord, Stormlord, don't you? That's exactly what I was going to say with the open back (laughs) and just have it as a party bus. I did that once with a a tiger model for Flames of War, and I did like a hot tub in the back with like naked 15 mil hookers and Nazi officers and shit. You had me at 15 15 mil hookers. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about about scale. I've got some uh, good fundamental lessons planned, so uh, it'll be awesome. good. Awesome. That's going to be great fun. But as in, if, if you've been on it before and for whatever reason you've not painted for the last 12 months and you would just like to take it again, then by all means, that, that then bring your rhino and we'll go through it again from scratch. Yeah, um, that would be awesome. It's, we're very, very keen for it not to be two classes. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be nice to, to just you know, as you say, keep it, keep everybody together. Yeah. It's all going to be fun, and that, that's that's where all the fun's had. Yeah. Uh, but we do want we else. do want to offer some value for the guys that have are perhaps more familiar with the techniques that we're going to be teaching. Um, so we will make sure there's there's additional stuff in there. Um, and again, we want to expose people to Andy. Um, you know, <laughs> as, as I said, in as the long last, as it's that yeah. way around, as yeah. long as it's that way around, so, no, well, no disrespect, yeah. Andy, but you know, um, if you're exposing yourself to people, they're getting too much value. We have you. already Just discussed our, our uniforms for the, the classes. They're going to come. Oh, God. How Ooh, Sailor Moon! Quite a treat. As I said on that that last episode, um, this is a really good opportunity for if there's any guys that are, are really keen on competition painting. Um, or you know, that is, is just to pick Andy's brains to bring bring projects you're working on, sit and talk to to him about them. Um, you know, you, you've got ac- access to someone at the top of their game at the moment, so take advantage of it. I may or may not be bringing I may or may not be bringing Perturabo with me um, for reasons. <laughs> just not angry because Andy can't deal with that. 
Yeah, you did. You did a good job. You sound surprised there, Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Constantly Constantly surprised, mate. Yeah. There's only two Primarchs that are locked on you can't dislist, and that's Angron and Fulgrim. The rest are fucking shit. (laughs) I love Fulgrim. (laughs) He's the man. Blowjob face himself. Oh, yeah. Um, So, what about like questions from you guys? Because obviously you're going to be on the class as well, I suppose we we should add. Um, Oh, yes, you can't get away from us. are are, Are there things that you've thought of that you'd like to ask us while you've got us not spoken to us on uh, not 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 personally I think you've, it, it's, you've already nailed it with what, what's going to be there for the um, for those of us that did the course the last time and uh, I think it's from my point of view I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stay away from a metallic paint scheme good uh, because yeah I've, I've, yeah I've, I've painted about 5,000 now you've so done far. that you're ready move on Next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I, I don't think there's anything uh, anything specific. I'm just looking forward to, you know, sit there and chat and and just generally talk hobby and painting and stuff. And there's nothing blast. on the kit list that you can envisage struggling to get hold of, uh, like over there, like paint brands or anything like that. Actually, to be fair, that's some something we've I've had a couple of questions about that already, and um, we we've got some really good. Um, hobby stores over here. I mean, we've got Alpha Spell, which is one of our actual event sponsors, um, yep. and they have a really good selection of paints. There's MJ Hobby Pundese. Um They do a lot of the Tamaya paints and mm. tapes and stuff. Which, um, funny enough, it's like a stone throw from Alpha Spell. <laughs> yeah, and they're really so they're really good. And Mini Stuff Pundese as well. Um, mm. They they do some they do they have a lot of the the different brands and stuff there and the, a lot of maybe the painting sets yeah um, if you're looking for scale 75 and stuff you go to mini stuff uh, also if well thank god the brexit hasn't happened yet <laughs> i guess well you know uh you can still go to you know element games and all those other places in the uk and and the price difference isn't that much compared to sweden and normally if you if, like when I did last time for the kit list, I, I think I bought everything from Element Games, and then you got free shipping, so it was really, really, really the pot of paints were no more there's expensive a, than Swedish. Element's a great store. Um, we teach there. So uh, Firestorm Games is great. There's a, a store we teach at quite a bit called uh, Incom Gaming. Yeah. Um, you might recognize it. The the Geno 5.2 guys there. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there. Ship the owner there, super super proactive, uh, and I know he's he off his own back has put together various bundles for people that have come on our on our classes. Oh, um, so that may well be worth a, a Google um, to, to to have a look because um, you might find that it's actually all there as, as a, almost as a one clicker. Um, so that, that's the idea. I'd also say as well, once you've got outside of the uh, the sort of basics kit so by which i mean your thinners your cleaners your airbrush uh, your white and your black um if you're coming with friends generally you're going to be able to um share a lot of stuff as well um so again if 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 room room is 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 of a premium space is of a premium you know you're probably only going to need one bottle of 
chain mail between you or, or things like that. Yeah. Uh, also, it, it's like, you especially if you, you if you decide to paint the same kind of scheme and stuff. Like uh, last year, Joe and I was doing the same Legion. So obviously we used we only brought half of the stuff because we were going to use the same colors. Yeah. And then I ended up using all Bjorn's colors anyway because I liked his metallic is better. So <laughs> you know, it, it will be all right. You know. Yeah. It'll be good. Well, like you said, you know, I, I, we'll all have each other covered um, one way or the other. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Um, I was gonna say, I don't I don't think I've got any other sort of hobby uh, hobby camp specific questions. I know we've had just sort of like a couple of listener questions, and I've got I've got one or two questions of my own just just to point out put out to you gentlemen as as hobbyists as you are. Um, I kind of like this one. This this one comes from the lovely Alistair from um, the Legion of Lies. Oh, Ali! I saw Ali twatting cunts with an axe uh, a week ago. Yeah, isn't it awesome? <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty good. It was. They were at um, Download Festival in the UK, and it was fucking roasting. And they were on this hill as well. The poor bastards. So every single battle ended up against the the fence on the on the bottom end of the hill um but it's it's mad bastards man like what are they doing i can introduce you to some of my friends over here one of my friends uh joachim lives probably about five five kilometers from me he's a you know you got ali doing that stuff on foot he does that shit on horseback oh my god like they're absolutely battering each other Oh yeah, um, oh yeah! It's fucking amazing to watch. <laughs> fair fair play, watch. fair play. Anyway, what's he want to know? What's he the, wants to know the the, the still the got question. a fucking brain cell. Yeah, well, no, that that's that's never in question. That isn't happening. Um, it is. What is your ideal Sunday? <laughs> now he's put Sunday as in the end of the week, but I, I, I think it's been, you know, I think oh that's it, Mister Kirby Jones, Adam. Is uh, interested in also knowing, you know, Sunday maybe dessert your choice. Mm. Andy, <laughs> my ideal Sunday. Yeah. Are we, we talking about the day, yeah, not the dessert. Yeah, well, you take your pick. Day, dessert, <laughs> your call. Uh, uh, I'm going to go for dessert, and I'm going to say banana and cherry Sunday. Ooh. Love. Love. You know, you know um, Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got banana and cherry, and someone was like, "Nobody gets those flavors. You're the only person that likes them." And I thought they're the best ones. There's only one fault in that, though. What's that? <laughs> There's no alcohol involved. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Making cherry brandy if you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of cherry brandy on top. They're a banana liqueur if you want, Freddy. It's not an uh, appetini, but it's close. Uh, <sighs> so that, what about you, Henry? Um, I'm not massive on desserts, if I'm honest. I like pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I do like... Wait, wait, wait. Was that meant to be two sentences? I'm not massive. And then... On pudding. Oh, on dessert, I want to tell you something. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what, whatever. Not ninety-nine with a flake in it. <laughs> Classic, simple, 
I like it. It's to the point. Is it's that a Sunday? Yeah, well, no. It'll work. <laughs> Stick a beer with I like that air of the cream in the cream in the cans. That's nice. You like a shot of cream in the mouth. Is Squirty what you're cream yeah, all over that. Mm. We've had, uh, we've, we've already had we've already had a question um, and I'm going to pronounce this from her, Hermione um, it's Finnish I can't pronounce Hermione. it no Hermione I'm not calling <laughs> I have no idea what this guy looks like I'm not calling him you can call him that that's fine um, he's asking when is the next course since coming over from Finland this one seems bleak so we're where's, already getting questions about 2019 where's, where's he he's from Finland is he yep and we're doing a class in, in Stockholm, and that's yeah. not convenient enough, right? I think I think it's it's not working for him at this time. Well, I'm really sorry that we aren't able to fit around everybody's schedule. Disgraceful, um, shocking behaviour. It is, you know. But um, what was his name? Hamani. Yes. Um, hopefully, the Vranjin guys will have us back next year. Um, we will certainly. We would like to be running classes in Europe. Uh, we're going to be running some classes out of a uh, place in Germany quite soon. Uh, tw- by soon, I mean 2019. We're now fully booked for this year. Um, so we will be doing classes in Germany. We'll hopefully be doing some more classes in Sweden. Uh, oh, yes. we'll our aim is to have our 2019 calendar up by the end of this year uh, for pretty much everything. Um, so you, you'll be able to plan the year, hopefully, um, take leave if you need to, or, or you know, save up. Or, or and, and if it's a struggle, I'll try and see if I can find some uh, free uh, Viking Line cruises from Helsinki to Stockholm, and I'll send them your way. Um, so, sorry you can't make this one. If you can't, I would still say maybe try, because if, if there's another Finnish dude coming, isn't there? You're, you're yeah. So yeah. maybe... You know, see if you guys can hook up, maybe sort something out there. Um, if not, we will be back next year, and hopefully we'll see you then. We'll be back. For sure. We'll have you guys back for next year. Um, Bigger, better, stronger. And always. I think we'd like to start coming over and just doing weekend classes as well with you guys. I think that's something we talked about previously yeah. as well. And um, I think we can, we can definitely yeah. look at that. We'd like to... Uh, we, we're not going to give 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 away too much, but we definitely yeah. like to expand on what we're doing, and that would be very cool. Um, right, one more specific uh, question on the on the uh, on the Facebook page was from uh, our lovely friend Sebastian, um, and he's asking sort of any basic recommendations for making more interesting colours with a brush on detail um, after they got a hang of pre shading um, and grading colours with an airbrush so sort of post use of an airbrush any sort of tips on making colours pop Andrew uh, yeah probably look at using complementary colours I'm coming I'm coming I'm coming shading. so you don't want to get too bogged down into colour theory because you can get too obsessed by it but just look at your overall scheme and uh, if you've got a detail then it all comes contrast more if you pick a, a colour that has a strong contrast. So you just got to think about those things and think about which details you want to pop out. So if you want your, your lenses to pop out after you've airbrushed your scheme, just think about what is going to work best. And also, look at using fluorescent paint. That's a good one. So Ooh, purple fluorescent paint. 
some some details if you really want them to pop. Um, you know, like uh, what the little scanners they call called. What they called little scanners they hold around. The augury cap. That's the one. So anything like that, a fluorescent paint is going to really help with that, isn't it? Vallejo uh, make fluorescent green, and that's going to work better than something like uh, a GW Moot Green, for example. I think. That's all we got. <laughs> yeah, I think so, a lot that the choice of colour people use to the edge highlight as well. I think it, yeah. it, some, sometimes yeah. they'll they'll use something that's quite that can really sort of desaturate the whole thing, can't they? Um, so we're talking a lot, a lot of colour theory here more than anything else. It's a whole bag of worms. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> well, that's it, Sebastian. You just have to come on the course and then pick people's brains. Nah, it's a, but just just try shit. Like try stuff, even if it doesn't look right. Just just give it a go and then ask questions. Ask the, the best thing you can do: is surround yourself with people that are better painters than you, um, and just just bug the fuck out of them. Actually, um, just like you said, just try it. So, mm. for example, on Dawn, I actually painted his his shin gems five colours. So you've just wow. got to. I just painted one, one color, didn't work. Repainted it, didn't work. Repainted it, and sometimes you just have to go through that process to figure a scheme out. And that could be the same with like a space marine eye lens or anything really. But uh, yeah, you just got to got to try stuff and, and work out for yourself. Sometimes I think. I think what I'll do, especially with like painting, especially it's for an army painting project. What I've started doing a lot now is when I'm when I'm doing my, my pre-shading and my colour application, I'll have spare models. Um, so it, it might, especially since all the plastics have come out, you know, I, I might do a few of the head helmets while they're still on the sprue. And then, then I know when I come to go, oh, what colour shall I do the eye lenses and stuff, then I've, I've got a few different things to practice on um, before you do it necessarily on, on, the, on the model you're working on. Because um, that's the nice thing now. You're getting leftovers of heresy stuff, whereas before, you know, every piece was precious. Um, it's getting to the point where you can have a, a, a bits box of, of plastic heresy stuff. Yeah, so there's a bit of redundancy in the yeah, boxes so, and stuff. So, yeah, especially with things like power weapons and, uh, you know, because every, every tactical sergeant obviously has artificer armor and. Uh, <laughs> and all the rest of it, you know, the the poor guys that are making power swords or or whatever, gone out of business. Um, so you've I have got crossed them. this awesome power sword. <laughs> yeah, where's them. my fist? Yeah. <laughs> oh. so practice, but also and also ask us. You know, we've got an Instagram, we've got a Facebook page. Ask us questions, and we will make sure we link those in the show notes for sure. Perfect. Now. now I, I wanted to ask a question. Uh, this is more just a, a, as hobbyist more than anything else. And this goes to you as well, Freddie, because I kind of enjoy yep. it. So from the, the, you've got the whole range, day dot, since they started. What is the one... First of all, what is the one GW-produced miniature that you haven't painted but would love to get your hands on and paint? Hmm... Mm. And second, so sort of a follow-up to that, if you can think about it at the same time, is 
what out of production model would you like to get your hands on again and paint? Oh, sweet. That makes that easier. So, a couple of, couple of questions. There might be the same answer for both, but yeah. I'm just intrigued. I think I want to paint the uh, dude on a wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wave douche we've been calling him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That would be We're the idolon douche. of Mathlan from the, uh, yeah. from <laughs> the Asia Sigma idol of Deepkin range. Yeah, I think I really I do want to paint him for sure. Yeah, uh, and out of production model. Oh, what about the classic marine captain where he's got a power fist in the air and then a bolter pointing out? You know, like the classic captain 1991? Oh, is that where he's, he's looking off to the side down the bolter? Yeah. Yeah. That's such yeah. a nice model. Yeah, I just love, love to do a, a modern paint job on that. I think Darren Lapham actually did that. He did a modern paint job on that figure. Um, and I'd really like to do, yeah, a, a modern paint you on a super retro figure so that'd be fun oh that does sound sure. really tasty actually what about, like you, mm. what about yourself Henry uh, out of production I'd love to do the green knight from the Bretonian range I remember Ooh, cool. like, I, I must have spent hours and hours and hours looking at that, that model like that Mike that they did um, all the little freehand and stuff he did on the the barding and ship. So yeah, honestly, I think one of the best sculpted Warhammer and best one of the best sculpted and painted Warhammer miniatures. Full stop. Just, Personally, I'd love to have a go at that. And then uh, knights. I really, really want to paint knights, um, and that's what I'll probably be doing next. So I guess. Pick one. Pick one. Pick one. You can't have two. You're not allowed to. You wouldn't let me have two. Atropopo. Yeah, I was going to say Atropopo. It's going to be either... Mm, Lancer yeah. Atropopos. Defos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Cascade is pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, I think I think the Atropo. Yeah. Um, I, would like, I would like to do. It is. Nice. Um, it's a gorgeous model. They're all I'm, great. I'm really... <laughs> like, if I could sell everything and start again, I'd have a knight army. 100%. No! 100%. Did you buy any tickets last year for the raffle? You could have won one. <laughs> no, I painted a night, fucking night pilot for it and that's accepted <laughs> some dude in France. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah. it happens. I would, I would love to do a night army. With, with all the men at arms as well, using oh, yeah. Gene Steeler Colt and Bretonian stuff and Empire stuff and all that. Yeah, I'd love to oh, do that. That would be so fucking glorious to see. I have to admit. That Maybe one day. Maybe Good question. Well, I got. I want to throw this out to Freddie because I've got a thought on this myself. Freddie, what about you, mate? You got anything there? Out of production, I would like to do. Well, I've already done it, but I would like to actually do it properly for to homage uh, Rogue Trader. Uh, if you remember the the guy on the hill holding the fucking orc head. Oh, yeah, yeah. And stuff. yeah, yeah. I converted oh. that into like a siege breaker for the Raven Guard, but would like to do the actual original piece with the banner and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. As uh, you know, even though it's 40k, but you know, crimson fists. You've um, you you, you went to the exhibition at Warhammer World fairly recently, didn't you? Yeah. Did you see the diorama with that? Oh yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. beautiful. 
Splendid. Splendid mate. Splendid. So, but I always wanted to do that properly. Like that was the plan when I got the model back in the day when they when they did the limited release. But then I just did it as a, a Horus Heresy because it was just lying in the box and stuff. But yeah, no, that was, that's definitely what I would like to do. Uh, and my the other one is sort of layout, but I'm planning yes. to do that short shortly. So very nice. And I want to magnetize his little stave into like a singing mic so I can swap it. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> Very cool. I have to I have to say for myself, I would really like to um, paint one of the sort of bigger Warhammer models. I would love to get my hands on uh, Nagash. Oh, the old one. Well, I love the old one. I do love the old, <laughs> oh, old one. <laughs> but I like I, I much prefer the the newer version they did for him at the end of um, yeah, for end times. Yeah, because yeah. that that is like proper. That's what you know, proper grandioso, full on god of death. Yeah, oh. literally, you know, souped up to eleven Nagash. That, I'd love to get my hands on that and paint that. I'd I really do that as a showpiece. A, you know, Nagash pre dead commercial. Oh yeah, but what, what, like Cambrian mm. Nagash. Kind yeah, of. yeah, that would yeah, be beautiful. so cool. But yeah. actually, Toy, if, if we're going into uh, Warhammer Fantasy, one thing that I would love to do is that Black Library diorama they had in lead with Gortrex and all the fucking other dudes, Felix oh, yeah. Gortrex with the, all the other guys from like the books and stuff. Yeah, that, that was would a be funny cool. scale, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. A, it was a slightly larger scale. Yeah, well, I used to have, like, when Black Library did miniatures, it was, like, weird. But it was a thing for you kids. <laughs> for you kids. Talking <laughs> about the old school, you know. No, I, I must admit, the other, the other one I would like, I'd like to do, the out-of-production one. Mm. This is a model I, I did own at one point, but I'm very sad to say I don't have anymore. It was an Imperial Guard Commissar, and he had a power fist and a sword that he was resting up on his shoulder. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, nice. That model uh, was just fucking glorious. It I, was just I, the whole, I have a commissar, fuck you, this is who I am. Almost a proper come at me well, bro kind of moment, you know? What would you say if I have one in a blister and I can kind of slightly look at it right now? Because I already have two painted. Oh, Mr. Bergstrom, this will get you quite moist. Um, ah. I, uh, I was doing a clear out the other day and I came across uh, a new in blister... Catacan female jungle fighter with grenade launcher. Ooh, classic! I have yeah, that one too. I Dude, got yeah. God, um, Freddie, we are going to have to talk off air because it's going to involve me selling souls. Maybe <laughs> not my own. Um, <laughs> but that, yeah, um, that that is like my all-time favourite really model. I just I, it's because it was one of the first models I ever owned. Yeah. As in, like I I saved up the money, I got it for myself. Yeah, nice. One of those things. It's like that nostalgia, but I also think it's a freaking gorgeous model. It is a nice model. Still holds up, man. Yeah, that's the thing. It still holds up, and it would fit with a little bit of tailoring. It would like, you know, if I wanted to actually take some clippers to it or whatever, I could make it fit like three or four different army ideas I've got. So <laughs> it's gorgeous. Um, yes. Actually, to to bring on the first uh, Warhammer. 40k model that I ever owned was a heresy model because it was iron armor 
the older one that had a chainsword and the plasma pistol in, in metal. And then I got him, and when he bought those uh, yellow plastic Peaky Marines in packs of 30. And I got, I got a blizzard that one. So you had him and a normal guy with the Marine, with the bolt that was like massive, also in iron armor. And then I got like a box of 30 plastic Marines and one of those plastic old rhinos. Nice. Ooh, so, so I am so happy that the first one I had was technically a heresy model. <laughs> fucking iron armor. Yeah. Oh man, this just yeah. To be fair, if I'm honest, I could probably write a list of the models that are out of production and old models that I want to paint. <laughs> the old but, Imperial Guard ones oh, with the blanching oh, art and oh. Do you know what, the one thing is I've got the actually talk about Blanche and stuff that I'm looking forward to painting. I've got the um the I think it's the Canoness, the Sister of Battle that they released. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. I've got that one in a box ready to go. She's gonna be the um planetary overlord of my militia army. Oh sexy. Yeah. She's oh I I I've been umming and ahhing between doing like a um a Japanese style um look to her because she's got that perfect sort of haircut and the the per the face to do sort of like a geisha look on her possibly yeah that'd be something cool. like that or she's just gonna go proper like blanching and grim and you know have some fun with that so yeah very pretty i love that model <laughs> Oh, this is going to go on forever, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. We, we we really should wrap this up because there are people, you know, people do need to go to bed and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I'm sure we all have work-ish in the morning at some point for, for everybody. Um, but I'd like to say generally thank you gentlemen for both coming on. It's been really, really appreciated. I can't wait to ha to hang out with you guys in, in August and we're going to sh shoot the shit, have a hell of a lot of fun and you know there will be a lot of alcohol involved and as long as i'm actually able to get a train card or something i can drink because you know i can drink it'll be amazing um <laughs> and i might actually get drunk um that would be hilarious um not so yeah. amazing <laughs> <laughs> not so amazing but fucking hilarious you know it works either way um so yeah i, I can't wait for it it's going to be a great time and i'm looking forward to hanging out with all the new people and you know some of the old crew old guard as well from the last event and Oh, it's going to be it's going to be a blast well well thanks very much for having us on um and having us over there um, i know we're we're very excited about it not just from a hobby sense but also just come hang out and see me you're going to come come and have a have a vacation as well ahead of don't, don't, don't forget to go to abba museum this time so, oh fuck that but yeah jesus <laughs> <laughs> christ and don't 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 try not to get too pissed on the on the second night that you struggle greatly riding a bike. Oh god, I shouldn't have been on that bicycle that day. <laughs> that was terrible. But that's all Nicholas's fault anyway. Um, who yeah, I'm gonna well. I'm gonna surprise in London at some point. Oh um, sweet, yeah. Take him to a few arm. shit bars. Give him a dig in the arm for us if you can. Yeah, Make him serious. ride a bicycle. Thanks, uh, thanks for having us on. It's been wicked. Um, if people yeah. do have any questions, uh, get in touch with these guys, uh, or you can always get in touch with us directly. Um, and uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, Andy, Henry, you are absolute legends. We do. We we're loving to uh, have you on the cast tonight. Loving to to see you guys coming up in 
August. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have fun. You still, you can still get tickets for the course. Come on, come and have some fun. We're going to have a great time. Um, and I think we're going to head out to another 80s hair metal song of choice. Uh, and we'll be right back with our wrap up. So we'll be right back after this. Back in the day, oh, as we learned, a man was not considered to be considered to be fully Has he not gone beyond the hills? Has he not crossed the seven seas? Yes, seven seas at least. Now all them jokers kept around, just like a scarecrow's in hometown. Yes, scarecrow's in hometown. From screen to screen, them traveling. But I'm a wanderlust king. I stay on the run yeah. Let me out Let me be gone In the world Beat up Rosian I saw new History of a time New history of
And we're back. And massive thanks to Andy and Henry for coming on. Just generally shooting the shit and talking all things Hobby Camp. I can't wait, mate. This is going to be such a great, um, great week of just hanging out, painting, and you know, talking absolute crazy bollocks. It's going to be so much fun. It'll be the shit. It really will. It is really going to be awesome. As in positive meaning of the shit. Dash it, you know. Not <laughs> shit, dash it. Yeah, it's going, to be, it's going to be fucking brilliant is what it's going to be. Um, and we're going to have so much fun with it. Um, and yeah, it's going to be great. And I'm really looking forward to meeting Andy and, you know, chat, uh, catching up with Henry again and just generally, you know, having some fun and, and sort of learning some new stuff. And it's great that they're doing uh, some extra stuff for those of us that have been on the course before. That that's yeah. really appreciated because you know that makes that makes a big impact. If you're not sure um, about doing it again, you know you can see that they're 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 working to add value and hell, just having access to Andy and Henry just to talk to for basically a week is going to be awesome. So that's pretty pretty sweet. Um, so we need to do a wrap up. Uh, we need to just remind you guys that if you want to get in touch with us about anything, you can get in touch with us via thevrangianheresy at gmail.com, via our Facebook page, uh, drop us a message on there. We reply as quickly as we can, depending on who's working and who's not and who's got access and who hasn't. Um, so you get one of the three of us answering. Um, and if you've got ideas for episodes, stuff you want to talk about, things you, you know, if you wanted to come and talk about your community or something like that we'd love to do another uh, listener focused episode so um, you know get in touch and we'll we'll have a chat and see what we can put together um, so we need to talk about events coming up events obviously the first one we're going to shout out is the hobby camp right freddy yeah that's right which is uh, going to be to the 8 8 to uh, 8 to 13th of august and it's going to be in Stockholm, in Hegvik, and it's 250 pounds. And if you're not signed up for this, fucking get signed up and come and join us for fucking a week of hobby extraordinaire extravaganza. Yeah, and it's really important to mention, no matter where you are in the world, when you're paying for this, it's in British pounds, 250 British pounds, and that's important because it's all to do with stuff that could cause problems. It's just easier to keep it in that requested financial format. Uh, to avoid any problems so that's super important and then the next uh, thing we need to shout out is our event that's taking place in September and that's going to be taking place here in Malmo and or I say here in Malmo I'm like 25 30 kilometers outside of it but that's damn near close enough uh, and that's Trebizond the forges of uh, Chaldea um, and that is taking place on the 1st to the 2nd of September we will have uh, more details about that in our next episode so including costs type of armies, all those sort of general inf uh, information that you want to have um, we are going for as many players as possible uh, so sign up as, as soon as we've got the information up there sign up and come down and have a lot of fun uh, we're going to have a great time doing that and then after that event we sort of September we start steamrollering straight towards October and Scandus don't we yeah fuck yeah and Scandus is going to be 
mega super extraordinary this year. It's going to be so off the hook. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be fucking crazy. Uh, It's it's basically two days of everything big. Bigger go home, kind of. So a player is going to play a three thousand point Leviathan list, or and and And? I wouldn't say or and a four thousand points normal list. Three thousand or three and a half thousand? Do we say for Leviathan? Uh, three thousand. Okay, there we are. It's loud. But but if you want to f- uh, field a warlord and you happen to have a warlord, get in contact with us because we have plans for titans. Oh yes, there there is a there there may or may not be either floor hammer or other crazy shit going on as well. So if you've got big fun toys, that's what Scandus is all about. It's all about big fun toys. And no matter where you're coming from in the world, if you're interested, get in touch. We will help you out. We will direct you. We will put you in touch with, you know, whatever we can to get you over. Because both of these events are going to be, oh, both, all three of these events are going to be amazing. Um, it, we'd love to see as many people coming from the UK, France, Germany, wherever, coming up to uh, all of these events. Norway, Finland, Denmark, you know, wherever you might be coming from. Just hop hop on a plane, a train, or get in your automobile and come on up and have some real fun heresy heresy experience. We're going to just, you know, it's all going to be crazy shit. It's what we do. It's going to be fun. There'll be beer, there'll be pyramids, there'll be pretzels. Maybe not pretzels. I don't know. We'll see. There'll Uh, be pretzels. Will there be pretzels? Yeah. Fair enough. There'll be pretzels. We'll find a way. We'll find a way (laughs) for pretzels. Even if it's just one, you know glazed and mounted heresy will always find a way we will always find a way well that being the case then those are the events we're going to shout out if you do have an event you want us to shout it out please drop us an email uh, with the details or if you've got time record a little audio skit and we will put it in on our um, on our recording so you can actually tell the people about your event itself which would be rather awesome and a big shout out because we are going to Ajax both of us you yeah. and I are going to Ajax in a few weeks time uh, yeah. that's going to be all sorts of crazy and I have to give a shout out and I've got to find it because I'm going to get in trouble for forgetting it uh, We're going to. I'm going to be going over to Denmark next week um, and this is for the Callus Sector the Breaching of the Walls and this is the event that's actually held, uh, going to be hosted by uh, Sebastian and we're going to try and get him on for the next event if we can uh, and there are lots of um, very crazy, highly powered teams lining up. Uh, yeah, we're two, 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 five thousand points each, I think, between the two teams. Mm-hmm. One Lord of War. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be stupid. Um, and it's going. I should be representing with Danish Eric. Uh, the Iron Warriors and the Thousand Sons will be bro teaming that shit up. Um, yeah, it's going to be stupid. It's going to be fun. So there's lots of events going on. Um, but yeah, it's going to be great. So without further ado, I'm going to say it's a good night from me. And a good night from me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets, be full grim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast, signing off. And remember, kids, tune in next week. Same Lex time, same Lex channel.